Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Last thing that the Quacko Paco decided to do when they got their next course of action decided was to challenge the Rustboro City gym. As usual, everyone decided to go at separate times because you can't do it as a group. It is now Elodie's turn before Elodie goes to the Rustboro City gym to try and get her fourth gym badge. Is there any order of business that she would like to tackle in Rustboro City while she is here on her own? Uh, let's see feel like she's good. I feel like I've gotten everything I want to take care of taken care of. Okay. And it's not like she's going to leave or anything, but I just wanted to see if you wanted to do any gallivanting. I think we're good. Cool. Okay. Onwards to the Rustboro City Gym. The exterior looks very much like the gyms that she's used to. Uh, it has a very kind of formal Pokemon League style exterior. However, when she enters, she is greeted with something that she's not used to seeing. Instead of the typical foyer reception area featuring the uh, the uh, curmudgeon security guard that she's used to seeing, she's instead greeted by a gift shop to a museum. Who would have thought? There's a lot of curiosities in glass cases. To her right, there's all sorts of stones and gems and fossils. To her left, there is a counter. And there's a person behind the counter wearing a docent's uniform. They look like they work here at this establishment, whether it be a gym or museum or whatever it happens to be. And to the northern wall, she sees a set of large red doors that she is used to seeing in gyms. And sitting in front of it is a very peculiar round red stone, kind of medium large sized. She is greeted by the docent who says, hello, welcome. This is the Rustboro City Gym. My name is Sunny Biscuits. Let me know if you have any questions. Hi. Uh, for sure. What's a docent? Uh, a docent is like a museum helper, typically a volunteer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. I was like, what is it's that? It's a word? very specific word. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, was um, a, there was a moment on like PS3 or PS4 where my gamer tag was decent docent. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's decent. I'd love to take a look around the gift shop. Sure. Give before me, I go in. Give me a, give me a wisdom roll, perception roll. Um, eight. Eight. That's pretty okay. Elodie doesn't know a lot about geology, but she can tell that this museum gift shop area is mostly about geology. Uh, there's a lot of sciencey looking stuff. There's all sorts of rocks and gems and minerals. And there's a little sign next to a certain gem exhibit that says now purveying and purchasing uh, gems, which is pretty interesting. Beyond on the far eastern wall, there's a huge glass exhibit with all sorts of fossils. There's fossils of many kinds. Some seem kind of familiar to you. Some seem not familiar whatsoever. Besides that, yeah, with that role, that's kind of what you see. Awesome. I'm going to turn to Sunny Biscuits. Yes. And I'm going to say, so you happen to be in the business of buying gems. 
Sunny gets a little excited expression on their face and they say, why, yes, we, we love to show gems at our museum. And if you happen to have any, we'd be happy to, to grade them and then purchase them off of you. As it so happens, I do believe that I am in the possession of some very interesting gems. Sunny says, delightful. May I see them? Yes. Okay. I'm assuming you pull out the bag of gems and display them? Yes. Okay. Elodie does that. Sunny Biscuit says, wow, this is quite the haul. How'd you get a hold of this? Um, like trade secret, you know? Can't, can't be sharing my gem locations. Okay. Uh, Sunny's going to make an insight roll. They get an 11. <laughs> they think to themselves that uh, this particular woman doesn't seem very uh, suspicious, but it's still a uniquely strange amount of gems uh, to... <laughs> for this so yeah sunny puts on like one of those funny single eye microscopes that kind of like you wear you know and it's like zooms in your eye super big and she's evaluating these gems and she says wow rubies sapphires emeralds it's all here and she's gazing them over and sunny says this might take me a while how long do you intend to be in the gift shop oh well i'm about to do the gym challenge so i can i can loop back around after to do the gym challenge Sunny puts down her little wearable microscope and says, gym challenge, and she tugs on her docent uniform and rips it off of her body, and beneath it is a gym trainer's uniform. And she says, little did you know, I am your first challenge. Welcome to the gym. And she, like, flexes and looks very official, and uh, she kind of forgot about all the gems that are on the desk. This is a surprise. She says, yes, it worked. I deceived another one. She says, the first element of your gym challenge is going to be involving examining the exhibits here. And she hands you a little piece of paper. And she says, for your first challenge, you will go over to the fossil exhibit. And what I have for you is all of the names of the fossils and all the names of the Pokemon that they belong to. It is your responsibility to match them as best you can. And depending on how many you get correct will determine the difficulty of your first challenge. Oh, wow. Okay. This is... There's so many. <coughs> so, All right. Uh, I'll just read them out loud because I did for Cindy as well. But for the fossils <laughs> in alphabetical order, we have armor, bird, claw, cover, dino, dome, drake, fish, helix, jaw, old amber, plume, root, sail, and skull. And for the Pokemon in generation order, Pokedex order, we have Omanite, Kabuto, Aerodactyl, Lilip, Anorith, Cranidos, Shieldon, Tortuga, Archon, Tyrant, Amora, Draco, Arcto, Zolt, and Vish. Those last four being incomplete specimens, because that's how Galar does their archaeology. Okay, sounds good. Do you have any thoughts? Anything you want to lock in early? Sure, I can lock in some early. Um, okay. I'm fairly certain Drake is Draco. Okay. And fish is fish. These these may seem obvious, but you know. <laughs> good, good. Could be, could be. Uh-huh. And that uh root is a lily. Okay. I'm working on the rest. Sure. Let me know if you want to commit to any. You're welcome to write them down, type them out, but I will need to hear them. I am writing them down. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> it is very helpful to me. Yes. This is like role play cuz like she's actually writing them down. Yeah, that's perfect. That's how it should be. Imagine role-playing games. Who would have thought? Oh. Hmm? Gimli just got Amora. That's true. I cannot remember <laughs> what it was. No, it was said out loud at least a couple times. I know, it had to have been. 
but oh. like my brain is like oh my goodness do your best if it helps you there are 15 that is the number you're looking i for. think i know which one it is okay i think what kind of makes sense in my mind there's 15 you said there are 15 and you've answered for three somehow i have 16 written down i have 15 um maybe old and amber you did in two separate words i don't know yeah i definitely did do that because okay. on my screen they're two different uh on two different lines yep there you go the old fossil and the amber fossil yeah i was gonna say old fossil i don't yeah. remember that one <laughs> uh, aren't they all kind of old ideally new fossil real Ooh. okay i have my guesses okay i'm ready for them i have drake and vish um, and root right cross those off so i don't say them okay okay so i believe armor is shield on okay bird is zolt okay claw is anorith cover is tortuga okay dino is tyrant okay dome is kabuto old amber is aerodactyl i skipped one okay. uh helix is ammonite uh. i skipped two actually oops my markings jaw is arcto plume is arkin so okay. is that right is that his real name either arkin or archin yeah. archin arkin i don't know i don't know uh sail is amora okay and skull is cranidos these are my guesses okay do you feel happy with that and ready to turn them in to sunny biscuits yes okay Sonny is delighted. They say, oh, let me take a look. And they peruse through. They re-equip their, their little uh, magnifying eye piece just to act, be a little extra silly, extra professional. And they <laughs> scan through. And they say, Challenger, you guessed all of them correct, except for Ex one pair. <laughs> no, one pair. Okay. Sonny says, unfortunately... You confuse, I mean, if you're going to get one wrong, you're going to get two wrong. That's just the way it works. But yeah. uh, you confuse dino and jaw. The jaw fossil belongs okay. to tyrant, and the dino fossil belongs to arcto. And Sonny says... That, that's fair. Sonny says, overall, a, a very good job. And as such, prepare for your first battle. And Sonny points her hand out towards the red doors and they open up, they creak open and the strange red boulder that is lying in front of it begins to tremble. And Sonny says, Shuckle now. And Shuckle, this strange large red boulder begins shedding its shell, smashing it perhaps. Boom, boom, boom. A whole bunch of times. Um, in fact, it smashes its shell 13 times. And now it looks like a pretty small shuckle. It has like the thinnest possible shell that you've ever seen on a shuckle. And Sonny says, for this first challenge, you'll be having a single battle versus my shuckle. Just my shuckle. And you can use up to three Pokemon. Let the battle begin. And you may roll initiative. I'm out of curiosity. I do need to know, actually, which three Pokemon you're bringing into the gym. Uh, the, the Pokemon that are like in my party. Yeah, because you only have three. Question. Uh, to battle in the gym okay i can only bring in three like at to do any battles in the gym correct okay you have like a, a side um, gym party got it um besides bubblegum i will have grape juice the marsh tomp and um 
I'm going to bring key lime as well. Ooh. We'll do those three. Cabbage is going to be on the sidelines. Cabbage is going to cheer everybody on. We'll okay. give her some little pom-poms. Ooh, I like that. I like that idea. That's fun. 13 shells matches. Dude's crazy. Yeah. It may not directly correlate to what Shell Smash does in the game. Right. But. That's fair. Fabulously. I rolled a 22 for initiative. Wow. Sonny got an 18 and thought that was pretty good. So, Elodie may go first Foolish. versus this very strange shuckle. This is a strange, strange shuckle. I think I am just going to use Bubblegum. Bubblegum hits the field. Delightful Brione. Ready for action. What will Bubblegum do? Uh, Bubblegum is going to bubble beam. Wow, all these bubbles. Too many to handle. Is that a save or a roll to hit? That's a roll to hit. Okay. I shall do it. Let's go. Rolls are good today. Uh, 21 to hit. That absolutely hits. You may roll for super effective damage. That'll be 26 damage. Nice. 26 points of super effective damage as Bubblegum unleashes a torrent of bubbles from her mouth, and they pelt into this weirdly skinny shuckle, and it seems to wince and recoil. In retaliation, Sunny says, All right, shuckle, let's get things rolling! And shuckle tucks its little noodle limbs into its thin red shell and uses a rollout versus Bubblegum. Rolling to hit with 19 to hit? Yes, that will hit. Excellent. Dealing only 13 points of rock-type damage as Shuckle zooms into Brione. Brione cannot react to this. It just pummels into her and then rolls back towards Sunny and continues to roll. It seems it is gaining momentum. It is now Bubblegum's turn yet again. Fabulous. I think we're just going to go for another Bubble Beam. Yeah, let's see it. Sounds like the plan... Will a 16 hit? Um, it will. It Fabulous. may not have, depending on how your quiz went, but it seems you did well enough where the Shuckle's defenses are not particularly high. Fabulous. Does Bubble Beam have an added effect? Does it lower speed sometimes or something? I guess I don't if know. If I roll how... a 19 or 20, which I have not done yet. Got it, got it. 18, 22 damage. 22 points of wire type damage. Another solid hit. Shuckle continues to roll as they are barraged with more bubbles and uh, their rolling becomes slightly more unbalanced and it seems like they are taking pretty significant super effective damage. This isn't the best matchup that uh, the Shuckle has ever faced. Uh, Shuckle will continue its rollout attack, rolling to hit. I believe a 24 should hit, correct? Yes, that will hit. <laughs> okay, it seems like Shuckle has built up some momentum in that every passing moment it is becoming faster and faster and has potential to deal more and more damage as such it deals 18 points of rock type damage as it rolls into bubblegum smacking it uh, with its hard red shell and rolls on back to sunny biscuits to do it yet again all right we're being we're being a little straightforward here but i'm, I'm going for another little beam because i want that 19 or 20 to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. lower its speed yeah let's see it Another 12. Okay, so that's 16 to hit. It'll still hit. That'll still hit. Maybe we'll just gain enough damage over time. Do that'll do another 22. 22? Jeez. 
bubblegum becoming more and more proficient with this bubble blowing. The bubbles pop and explode on uh, Shuckle's shell as it is spinning, and it seems that it is continuing to wobble and perhaps even begin to slow down as it takes this super effective damage. Good stuff from bubblegum. But Shuckle is not out of the battle. They will continue their consistent rollout attack. This is a rollout versus bubble beam situation. Uh, Does a 15 hit bubblegum. That meets, so yes. Oh, just barely. Shuckle is increasing in speed every passing second, and as such, deals a whopping 31 points of rock oh, no. damage. Rut rose. Uh, hopefully, bubblegum's hanging in there. Hopefully. Yeah, we're still we're still alive, but it's not looking good. Okay, understood. Uh, the good news is that it's bubblegum's turn yet again. Yes, and now I also have torrent. <gasps> Let's go. Fabulous. How much is that uh, boost by? Uh, that will double my damage bonus on my water type attack. Very cool. Okay, now I shall roll to hit okay. for this bubble beam that I will be doing. That will hopefully be enough to kill this chuckle, so that I don't have to be hit by another rollout. That would be unfortunate. Yes. Uh, dirty twenty. Unfortunately, not a natural twenty. Although that would have been nice. Yeah, but it will hit. That is good. If it didn't hit, I would be very, very sad. <laughs> yes. Bubblegum has been known to have some really strange rolls. Yes. Uh, that will be a 26. Oof. A whole 26 points of damage from this bubble beam will be enough to KO Shuckle with points to spare. The final torrent of bubbles crashes into Shuckle, and they stop rolling, and all their noodles splay out on the ground, and a ton sticks out of their mouth, and they have X's in their eyes, and Sunny says, Shuckle, no! And returns Shuckle, and holds the Pokeball close to their chest, and says, you did a great job. Sunny says, congratulations, let me get you something for your battling partner, and she gives you a hyper potion which you are free Fabulous. to use to fully restore Bubblegum's HP. I will definitely do that. And no, I want to keep Torrent, actually. I mean, that's a strat. <laughs> like, that's like a Nuzlocke <laughs> no. strat. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm good. I, I, will, uh, I will heal up all the way. Could you imagine if this D&D campaign was a Nuzlocke? That'd be crazy. I would cry. <laughs> yeah. Frequently? Ooh, yeah. Anyways, that's not what's happening. Sunny says just continue down this corridor and you'll meet your next challenger george and they say now if you excuse me i'll go back to surveying these gems and by the time you get back i should have a quote for you fabulous thank you so much she says yes best of luck with the rest of your challenge thank you do you proceed i shall elodie does that elodie exits the gift shop reception area and enters what seems to be quite literally a mining dig an archaeological site um, there's a ramp that goes downwards and the the ground is just stone and sand and there are impressions in the walls and you can see Pokemon fossils sticking out and rare gems and geodes. And, uh, there's a bag of, of archaeologist tools to the side that has like a chisel and a brush and it seems like this gym is just an archaeological dig. It is fascinating and it, you are descending into it in such a way that you enter a tunnel of some sort. The top closes over and you find yourself in a dimly lit tunnel with sparkling gems all over the walls. And standing a little ways in, in the dim light, is a child. Uh, Not a very young one, but uh, a a boy who is freckled and gingery and seems to be wearing a school uniform. 
of sorts. And he holds up a hesitant hand and he says, hello, challenger. My name is George. Hi, George. He says, what's your name? I'm Elodie. He says, hi, Elodie. I'll be your second challenger. It's just going to be me and my best friend. You can use three of your Pokemon. We're going to have a single battle, but there's a twist. Before he tells you the twist, he will send out his friend. He says, it's all up to you. And he throws out a Pokeball. And from within it comes a very silly looking creature. It is made pretty much entirely of cube shapes. It seems to be a pile of salt uh, that is formed in the shape of a golem who has salt features all over its body. It seems to be constantly dripping salt or white rock. Who knows? And this Pokemon is referred to as Garganackle. And when you see Garganackle, it awkwardly lifts a little hand and also waves to you the same way George did. Uh, I'm going to wave at the Garganackle. Yeah, roll charisma. Oh, fabulous. Uh, 19. 19, damn. Yeah, that makes sense. That's Elodie. Gar- mm. Garganackle, like, sees you way back, and it gets a little flustered, and it kind of pivots and turns and, like, is hiding a salty blush uh, from its face. <laughs> and it is at this moment that you may roll initiative. Sounds good. Um, I rolled a nat one. Oh, no. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Uh, George and his friend Garganackle rolled a 12. And... So with George being on the front foot. Oh, I want to know who you send out first, actually. Yeah, uh, I'm going to send out Key Lime. Key Lime, the kind of spooky, cool, futuristic Robo Curlia, Iron Grace. Key Lime hits the field, emotionless, but ready for action. George says, this isn't going to be an ordinary battle. Uh, we're going to I'm from the Pokemon Academy, so I'm going to ask you some questions. And based on how well you do, is going to determine how hard your fight is. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. So, I'm going to be asking you trivia from the Pokemon games and world, but also from our campaign. Oh, goodness. So, depending on... Yeah, you'll just see what happens. I'm not going to describe it too much to you. Okay. But the crux of it is going to be George saying, uh, Garganackle, use Salt Cure. And Garganackle rubs its fingers together above its head and just flings some salt at Key Lime. Make a con save. I got an eight. Key Lime is going to take uh, 21 points of rock type damage. That was a very high roll. That was pretty oh, significant. Lord. Yeah, it was like all, oh, oh. all the high dice. Oh, gosh. All right. And um, George says, now this is going to be the only attack we do against your Pokemon. So I hope you're ready. And uh, it's now Elodie's turn. Cool. Elodie's going to use Mimic. Oh! Get salt gear. I forgot about that. Uh, do you get to use <laughs> it right away, or does it just enter the slot? What does the description say? When used as an action, this move is temporarily replaced by the target's most recently used move in the encounter. Uh, after the move is mimicked, the copied move will use the remainder of Mimic's PP, typically for on first use. The mimicked move is forgotten if the user temporarily loses consciousness. It doesn't... It just says after the move is mimicked. Okay. That it will use the remainder of the PP. Uh, what do you think? Do you think you just mimic it here, or do you think you use it as well? I mean, I would like to use it as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do that. I think that's fair. Okay. You, there's cool. a, there's not much PP in general, right? Yeah. There's only five. Okay. 
now that key lime has mimicked uh salt cure ooh, what's your dc gonna be what's your strength score again plus two plus two okay uh that's going to be dc 15 con save um and they fail so please roll 3d4 plus two for damage 3d4 plus two okay got seven eight and then what was the plus two plus two so ten 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 points of rock type damage, and now Garganackle is experiencing a salt cure of its own. These little salt particles that Keylime flings from how does Keylime produce them? That's a good question. Um, I feel like she probably uses the environment. Okay, and does she do it like with her mind or like with her body? Yeah, like te- telekinesis is them. Okay, I like that. Perhaps off of her own body, even. Maybe. Maybe. She's, um, like, sweaty, so she's, like, salty. <laughs> yeah, true. Keylime pulls some salt particles uh, out of her environment, off of her body, and flings them onto the opposing Garganackle. And as they connect with Garganackle, you can see as they shimmer in, like, a green pixel look of cure into Garganackle's body. And it winces at the pain a little bit. However, that is going to be it for Elodie's turn. And now this is where the fun begins. George says, the damage is already done. It's time for you to answer some questions. George asks, oh, and also these are timed. So when I'm done, I'm going to hit a 30 second timer just so you're prepared. Uh, that being said, are you prepared? Um, yeah. Okay. George asks, what is the first pure rock type Pokemon by national Pokedex number? Oh, good Lord. Why would you do this to me? Uh, I'm fairly certain it's not Geodude, because I think they're rock round, because, like, all of the Gen 1s are, like, rock round. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Oh, good lord. If if they are all, like, rock round, I can't even remember any other, like, Gen 1 rock types right now. Mm-hmm, Maybe mm-hmm. it's a Gen 2. Mm-hmm. Gonna need to pick an answer just... soon. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Sudo Widow? I don't know. Is, Is that, it Gen I, 2 or Gen 3? Are you gonna lock that sure, in? Sure, that's my final answer. Sudo-Widow? I'm going to lock that in. Okay. Yeah. George says, Elodie, you are correct. And Sudowoodo is the first pure rock type by national dex number. Excellent guess. <laughs> I actually cannot believe that I got that right. <laughs> Sometimes you're just under pressure and it just works. As such, Garganackle uses salt cure to deal an automatic 10 points of salt damage to Keylime. And now it is Keylime's turn. Okay. I don't, I'm like, you mimicked salt cure which is fun and you can attack, but I'm wondering, maybe it's too much work. So the mechanic of salt cure here in the situation, as you're learning is that it's tied to this trivia question. And I'm wondering if Keelan can somehow replicate that, but I don't think Ellie and Keelan can like Ellie. Could I, I guess start quizzing George on things, but like, I don't know. True. Yes. Can we, do we can, but I need to like, what, what, what trivia would you pull? Like, I don't know. True. What trivia do I pull? Like, I mean, because he's studying at the academy, so he's he a is. student, so I can ask him just, like, Pokemon questions. You can, yeah. If you want to do that, if you want to turn this gym mechanic back on George, uh, you totally can. Absolutely. Okay. That sounds like a blast. Sure. Just make up some trivia and then time me slash George, I guess. And you also don't have to do it every turn, either. If you just want to up the salt cure damage, you could, like, be like, trivia time. Right. I think... This this first turn we'll try it, and then we'll see how it goes, and then maybe next turn I'll swing. But okay, 
Also, I'm curious as to how Elodie like turns the tables. How she's like, now it's your turn, George, or something like that. Right. It's like, um, hmm, how would I turn the tables? Well, I can, I can just be like, well, seeing as my Pokemon mimicked you, uh, your Pokemon, I might as well mimic you too. And, you know, maybe you can get some extra credit at the Academy if I quiz you. George gets excited. He says, extra credit? How do you know? My grades are so bad right now. Well, hopefully that's good news for me um, (laughs) because I'm quizzing you. (laughs) Um, So I think I'll make the first question just um, how many Pokemon have been discovered? Oh, my gosh. Is this as of Scarlet Violet patch (laughs) 1.2? Yeah. Uh. With, mm, let's discount the patch. Okay, before the patch, yes. Um, George pulls out a calculator, and he fumbles through. He says, mm, "Okay, carry the seven. He's pressing buttons. He gets more and more anxious, and he says, "I think there's a thousand and eight." Yeah, that's correct. Okay, woo, woo. George is excited a little bit. He says, "Oh, okay, very good. Extra credit, and Salt Cure will deal ten points of damage to Garganackle." Sounds good. One for one. Trivia challenge. (laughs) George says, just because I have a competitor who's coming back at me with with academic questions doesn't mean I'm going to go easy on him. George asks, geologically speaking, one of each of these gemstone groupings should be categorized with the other group. I'll repeat this. Geologically speaking, one of each of the following gemstone groupings should be categorized with the other group. The groups are... Gold, silver, and crystal. Diamond, pearl, and platinum. Geologically, one of them should be swapped with another. Gold, silver, crystal. Diamond, pearl, platinum. Like, geologically speaking. Like, based on their categorization. Yeah. Right, I got it. So, uh, it should be gold, silver, platinum, and crystal, diamond, pearl. Okay, is that your final answer? Yes. Okay. George thinks about it, and he says... You are correct. And Salt Cure gives an automatic 10 points of damage to Key Lime. It's now Elodie's turn. Okay. So, quizzing is fun, but I'm running out of HP. Um, <laughs> so, I am going to go for his Spirit Blade now. We're going to try out this new move. Okay, what does it do? This is an attack against the target, which ignores any changes to AC. And I can choose to deal Fairy or Fighting type damage, and I will be choosing to deal Fighting. Very good. Love it. Uh, Yeah, roll to hit. Sounds cool. Fabulous. 21 to hit. That does, in fact, hit. Nice. You may roll super effective fighting type damage. Let's go. 16. 16 times 2. Trivia, good. Math, bad. (laughs) True. 37 damage. Wow. Keylime, that's a lot. That's pretty sick. Keylime is going crazy. Keylime, yeah. Keylime produces a sword from the horns on its head. Uh, Keylime reaches in with her hand and just pulls out a pink blade out of nowhere, a, a single-edged sword, and charges forward towards Garganackle and slices into its salty body. Um, as, the, as the blade cuts through, uh, there's little pink and green pixels that appear on his body and kind of like explode. And Garganackle takes a significant amount of damage 
And I ask you, Elodie, does Keelan continue to hold the spirit blade or does it disappear? She's she's going to keep holding it. Very cool. Little little sword fighter. Very, very neat. This is trivia salt cure. It only activates if you give it a question. But if you ever decide to reactivate it, it is active. It's just not going to deal damage this turn. If that makes sense. That's um, fair. Speaking of trivia salt cure, is Elodie ready for the next one? Yes, sure. Okay. George asks, what is the name of the nerdy computer network scientist who lives on Route 114? 114 of the Hoenn region? Yes. Okay. You have 30 seconds. Why do I feel like that one is baby? That's like my instinct. Like, that's the first name I thought of. That's the only one that I remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't think of any other ones. I think I'm going to lock in, baby. We're going to lock in, baby? Yeah. George says, the name of the computer network scientist in the Hoenn region is Lynette. And uh, as Elodie hears this, Keylime hears it as well. And Keylime winces as Keylime takes 20 points of salt cure damage. Uh, Keylime has fainted. <laughs> Keylime is knocked out from the salt. And now Elodie must send in a new Pokemon. Just for the record, the Paco did meet Lynette. I'm just putting that out there. I remembered that after you said it, and then I was like, oh, crap, we did meet her, didn't we? It's fine. (laughs) Just, yeah. Um, Send out Bubblegum again. Bubblegum hits the field, eager for more action versus rock types. Very cool. Um, Because, you know, you had a Pokemon faint, and this is also just a licensed Pokemon League trainer battle. You may take an action, of course. Uh, let me see if I can think of a trivia question. Is this all clear still active or since? Uh, you know, I would think Keelan because Keelan knocked out, it wouldn't be, but it's more fun if it would be. So I do want to give you the option that if you ever want to roll a salt cure trivia, you're welcome to. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bubble beam for now and I'll think about it. Okay. But yeah. For now, for now we bubble beam. Sure. Let's roll to hit. 11. 11 does not yeah. meet. Garganackle's armor class, unfortunately. The bubbles connect with Garganackle's salty body, and as they meet the salt, they fade away. As such, George will not be quizzing on trivia, and he will instead be activating Salt Cure. Um, for the record, Trivia Salt Cure does not have an increased effect on water or steel types, just so you are aware. Um, real Salt Cure would, but this is a unique gym mechanic. That is not that way. Anyways... Garganaka will be challenging Bubblegum to a DC 18 con save. Yeah, Bubblegum is, uh, is going to fail that. Okay. Garganaka will deal less damage than the previous one, uh, 14 points of rock-type damage, and the salt cure will begin as Garganaka rubs its fingers together and flings salt onto Bubblegum. Uh, it is now, once again, Bubblegum's turn. Hmm... I have not since thought of a good question, so I'm going to bubble beam again, but we'll see. Maybe by next turn. Okay, great. Let's see uh, the bubble beam. Please, bubble gum. I'm begging you. Okay, good. That was a good roll. 22. 22. Yeah, that definitely hits. Roll your super effective one, damage. One away from having speed, even though it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but yes, super effective. Uh, this is going to do some good damage. This was a good roll today. Nice. I'm going to do 30. 30? 30 damage. You got the 37 baby. spirit blade and the 30 bubble beam. Elodie's mons oh, are out crazy. for blood. 
we are. Who says Elodie is the support character? No right? That's a filthy they lie. They shouldn't say it. They should Right? Yeah. Excellent hit into Garganacle. Um, that being said, it looks incredibly healthy. It's thick. It's chunky. It seems like it is quite resilient. I'll have, that is a big hit. I don't want to undermine that, but um, Garganacle is definitely here for the long haul. That being said, George asks Elodie an academic question. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. What two Pokemon does Roxanne use against rookie trainers with no badges? Fabulous question that I totally know the answer to. Um, oh, goodness. Why do I feel like one of them is Anorith? Okay. And the other is, oh, God, uh, Nosepass. Are you I'm, locking I'm, in Anorith I'm, I'm finalizing those two, yes. Okay. George says, the two Pokemon that Roxanne uses against rookie trainers with no badges are Nosepass, her signature, and Geodude. As such, I'll give you partial credit. And the Salt Cure connects and deals 15 points of Rock-type damage okay. as Bubblegum gets whittled a little bit. Um, for Anorth, you might be thinking of Emerald Kaizo, maybe? I have never played it. Emerald Kaizo. Oh, okay. I just guessed that on a whim. Yeah, that's fair. But she, she's... if she does use Anorith and Emerald Kaizo, that's cool. I think in her rematches too, she uses like Armaldo and stuff. So that's yeah. Good guess. Nice try. Uh, it is Elodie and Bubblegum's turn. Fabulous. Once again, failed to think of a good question. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, so we're gonna roll a bubble beam because it hasn't really failed us yet other than the one time that i rolled low enough not to hit this is the gym for bubble beam for sure this is the bubble gym yes bubble buddy that will be a 17 to hit that actually misses garganacle's armor class by one you're kidding i'm not kidding i am so sorry (laughs) it's fine it's fine very unfortunate almost just barely soaking into garganacle's salty exterior but it is not enough uh, Elodie's gonna have to find a different way to do it or do something else. I don't know. Who knows? Next trivia. Are you ready? Uh, yes. George asks Name at least three types that a Lilip would be weak to. Types that a Lilip. Fairly certain Lilip is bug rock. So, like, water, uh, ground. Okay. You're locking in water fighting and ground. Yes. Okay. George says, Lilip is a rock and grass type. And as such, oh. it is weak to bug, steel, ice, and fighting. You got one of them, so Garganacle will give you a break. And Garganacle deals 22 points. I foregore. It is tricky. Not easy. It is tricky because he looks like a bug guy. Yeah, he's just a little sea barnacle that is not a water type either. So who would have thought? But it's Elodie's turn. Is Elodie going to switch up her strategy or is it just more bubble time? Oh, I feel like I have to. Hold on. Give me a sec. I'm going to get a question. Sure, sure, sure. Real quick yeah. that I'm going to ask. Yeah. Okay. okay. I got a question. We're ready. That I'm going to ask. Cool. What is it? Um, What Pokemon has the highest level evolution? Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I need to count. George will be thinking. 
uh, George pulls out a little notebook and he starts like drawing diagrams and he's like, oh, it has to be a powerful Pokemon and it probably has multiple stages. And he bites on his pencil and he looks up at Elodie and he says, I have a guess. Okay. I think it's Hydreigon. Uh, yeah, like, yes. Technically like Zoelis because evolving into Hydreigon. Oh. Yeah. But I think, I mean, that counts because that's what it's. Are you going to yeah, dock him credit for that? <laughs> no, I think that, I mean, that's right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how else to say that. That's fine. Um, as George answers the question, Garganacle takes 10 points of salt cure damage. It's back to George, isn't it? It sure is. It's the trivia showdown. George asks, what is the name of Mount Chimney's southern facing slope that often has athletes training and is home to a previous Team Magma hideout? Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the Jagged Pass on that one. Ooh! George stumbles back in recoil and shock, as he can't believe how quickly Elodie got that. He wipes sweat from his brow, and he says, huh, you're smarter than I thought. And uh, Salt Cure deals a consistent 22 points of rock-type damage. What? To Bubblegum. Girl! It stays oh, mandatory. Man. Yep. Mm-hmm. No! Bubblegum has fainted. No! We gotta, we gotta, we gotta wrap this up. Uh, hurry no <laughs> no come on. it's grape juice time come on grape juice it is grape juice time grape juice come on baby you got this grape juice you, you, grape juice has got this in the bag actually don't matter it, it don't matter at all okay let's see a grape juice <sighs> marsh it is it is my turn yes yes shiny marsh chomp what are they doing yes mud bomb baby mud bomb baby the classic mbb mbb uh, B. True. True. What's the last B? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's mud bomb baby. Oh, baby. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> baby is the different. Anyways. Yeah. That'll be a twenty-two to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Fabulous. Let's roll a heck ton of D fours. If you keep getting thirty somethings, it's looking pretty good for you. I. This is five. This is. 5d4s and then it's super effective right oh geez yeah holy moly so that's, that's that's a lot yeah this could go crazy right now okay five or maybe not because maybe i'll just not roll that crazy that will do that will do 31 nice another big hit second of all He's still up, right? Yes, he's not out yet. I, I I hypothesized as much. Second of all, so the whole thing is that if they're hit, they must make a con save, and then on a failure, their next attack or save is at disadvantage. Does that count here? Because he's not attacking. Um, how would you want to refra- reframe it to give you an advantage, possibly? That is a good question. I mean, so, I mean, I don't know the way that you're doing salt cure. Yeah. For like calculating, are you rolling anything to calculate the damage for that? No, once it hits, is there, so it does need to hit, so he still needs to hit Marshtomp with Salt Cure. But once True. it hits, it's consistent oh, he, damage. He, he is going to hit next turn, right? He's going to try. Okay, so then we can just apply it to that then, right? If 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 he fails the con save, right? Read the description one more time. So if a target is hit, they must make a con save. And on a failure, their next attack or save is at disadvantage. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the con I save? forgot that he hadn't hit me yet. Yep. So yeah, we'll just keep that the way it is. Okay. What what is that save? Uh it's a DC sixteen. 
Okay. And it's a con save. Con is a really good stat on Gargadackle. Yeah. Uh, they get a natural nine. Oh. Uh, so they fail. They fail. Let's go. So Salt Cure is going to be rolled at, well, the Marsh Dump will roll with advantage because that is definitely Gargadackle's current plan is to get some salt on the freaking Marsh Dump. But it's got mud in its eyes and it can't really see where it's flinging its salt. So uh, roll a DC 18 con save with advantage. Not very good. Oh, but I do pass. <gasps> What'd you get? Um, 22. Yeah. Very cool. Fabulous. Marsh Tomp will take a little bit of damage, but it will not experience the salt cure effect. Grape Juice is taking uh, six points of rock type damage. Low roll. Very low. And does Marsh Tomp resist rock? Yeah, it does. So actually three. Let's make it three. Impressive. Nice. Pretty good. George looks frustrated and he stomps his, his uh, school uniform shoe on in the sandy ground and um, Garganackle looks embarrassed. And it is now, once again, Grape Juice's turn to attack. Let's do this thing. All right, Whirlpool time. Ooh, love it. That's a save, right? No, that is Ugh, a hit. My memory is so bad. Um, But if I, if I trap... Oh, on a hit, I will trap you. Um, But once you are trapped, you have to... You can attempt to escape with a strength save. Mm. That's probably what you're thinking of. Yes, that's probably it. Dang. 14. I got 14 to hit, so doesn't matter anyways. 14 to hit does not hit, unfortunately. Uh, the whirlpool, it's a little dark and dry in this tunnel, and Marshchomp can't quite make it happen, unfortunately. George sees his other opportunity, and he says, Garganackle, get that salt cure! And Garganackle uh, twiddles its fingers, and requests a dc 18 con save from grape juice <laughs> i got a dirty 20 a dirty 20 march stomp grape juice is unstoppable <laughs> um this will deal damage it will deal a small amount of rock type damage specifically uh seven actually it's not a small it's still a small amount but not much seven points it's small compared to what he's been doing yeah seven points of rock type damage uh garganacle and george are looking frustrated George says, this doesn't happen very often. And Garganackle goes, and it's like not having a good time. Uh, it is, once again, Grape Juice's turn. Grape Juice goes crazy. Uh, we're going to Whirlpool again. We're going to get this Whirlpool. Yeah, let's we see need it. this Whirlpool dog. Oh, got a 10. Not the 10. Uh, I roll, my plus the hit is so high, I'm just rolling low. Yeah, that's just, just the way it goes. Uh, Grape Juice got overconfident, perhaps, with that first mud bomb. Um, Maybe, yeah. And uh, Garganackle still hasn't gone at salt either, though, so it's kind of an even playing field, 1v1 right now. That being said, George instructs Garganackle to get that salt going. DC 18 con save. All right, now we failed. It's a 13. 13. That is a failure. That'll be... Uh, Potentially a little bit more damage, but it's resistant, so maybe not that much more. But most importantly, the salt will begin. Uh, let's see the damage. Once again, seven points of rock-type damage, and Marshtomp feels a little salty. Salt is happening. Uh, we'll go back to feeling, Grape Juice. Feeling salty. You're All on right. a clock. We're, we're going to get this. We're going to get this. We're going to get this Whirlpool. I believe... 18. You met 18? Yeah, I rolled an 18. That will hit. Oh, fabulous. I figured as much. I just thought I'd check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 25. 
Wow. Really? Yeah. That's pretty damn good. And what's the effect? So now uh, you are restrained. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of each turn, you may attempt to escape with a strength save of 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you are restrained, then I can hit Whirlpool automatically is how I'm reading this. It says you may reuse this move as an action for automatic water damage. Yeah, it's like so too. Yeah. Right. So, okay, cool. Damn. That's a, uh, it truly is a, a, a damage over time off right now. Yes. Okay. And the water damage is probably more than the salt cure, depending on how the trivia goes, probably. But, uh, I haven't been doing well lately. <laughs> speaking of trivia, are you ready? Yes. Okay. George asks, what is the statistically average lowest stat of rock type Pokemon? Oh my God. Statistically average lowest, like, stat as in, like, attack, special attack, defense, whatever. Like, if you took every rock-type Pokemon stats, yeah, like, in, in the game, and made it one Pokemon, what would their lowest stat be? Right, okay. It's between special attack or speed. It's gotta be. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of slow rock-types out there, dog. Mm-hmm. But also, like, none of them are special attackers. Okay. Oh, good gosh. I'm gonna... I'm going to go with special attack. You final answer? Yes. Okay. George says, the statistically average lowest stat of rock type Pokemon is speed. Oh, no. <laughs> and grape juice takes 20 points of salt cure damage. <gasps> Coming down to the wire. Oh, good gosh. <laughs> grape juice. Come on. Oh. All right. Did he roll his... Uh, is he trying to escape? No. Or... He's not, He's trying not to even trying. Nope. Okay. Well, then that means Whirlpool will automatically hit, correct? It will. Then I shall roll the damage. This is a slightly better roll, I believe. Yes, it was. That will do 31 damage. 31? What are these damage? Elodie, holy moly. Going crazy. Um, Garganackle hangs on with a tiny bit of HP. A little bit left. It's a speck, a sliver, one might say. And George says, uh-oh, buddy, we haven't got much time. And Garganackle says, Garg. And George says, I'm going to give you the final gambit. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Uh, George says, this one is worth three. Three charges of salt cure. Oh, good Lord. Here we go. What is the name of the ambitious shopkeeper from the Lily Cove City Summer Festival? And what is his partner Pokemon? And what is the partner Pokemon's name? That is Kmart and his partner Pichu Pablo. As the words exit Elodie's mouth, uh, George falls over backwards, like in an anime scene, like he just uh, witnessed a, a cataclysmic event, and uh, he falls onto the ground. And Garganackle, with its last bit of strength, flings some salt at Grape Juice, dealing twenty points of of rock type salt damage. Uh, it is now up to Grape Juice to finish this battle. Grape Juice is whirlpooling it. Great. Uh, do you want to roll damage, or do you? Uh, it'll KO. <laughs> you don't have to worry. <laughs> yeah, about it. I, I figured. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have a description for Garganackle's KO at all? We're gonna spin him around so that he gets real dizzy, and then uh, I don't know. Maybe his his rocks will fall over. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, 
Grape Juice commands their their whirlpool to uproot Garganackle, this heavy rock salt monster from the ground, spin it around in circles, and then all the little salty parts, cubes, the Minecraft cubes of Garganackle's body just kind of slump around, f- fall off of its body, and now it's just a it's just a pile of salt basically. And George says, "Garganackle, you did your best," and recalls it. George said, "says to Elodie, great job. You really know your stuff." And he also says, I think Sonny forgot to pay you for your battle. So let me cover that. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, Sonny definitely did. Yeah. And uh, Elodie's going to get a whopping 34 Pokemon dollars. Yay. And a full heal for her team, except for PP. That is fair. And George says, well, you've come this far. There's just one trainer left. Headmaster Roxanne. I wish you luck. Thank you. I might need it, seeing how that went. (laughs) Are you ready to face down Roxanne? Before I go in. Yes. Can I give each of my three Pokemon a Elodie's Party Time Senspiration thing? Sure. Can you just describe the effect real quick? Uh, so they each get a 1d8 that I can roll pretty much whenever I want. How many charges of that do you have? I have five charges of it, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember how that was calculated. Uh, oh, it's my Charisma modifier, I think. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, five per long rest. Yeah, you may absolutely give three of them. One each to Bubblegum, Grape Juice, and Key Lime. I add it after I can add it after I roll, right? Yeah, for that type of inspiration stuff, you don't have to like call it. You can just be like, I'm going to use it now. And like you get to put it on any roll. Could be a roll to hit, could be a damage roll. It's not going to make something a not crit into a crit, though. That's like a... Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah, you can put it on whatever you want. Cool. Any, anything else for Elodie for prep? I think that's going to be it. Okay. Elodie marches forward. The tunnel begins to ascend. There is a gradual climb, and she exits onto a battle pitch, your classic kind of Pokemon League standard gym stadium. Um, There are still fossils all over the place, and there are torches hanging from a rock wall to the north um, that illuminate a large dragon-type skeleton to the facade of the rock. Elodie looks to her left. She sees a large cast of a seemingly rock-type Pokemon that has scythes for hands on its arms. It seems like it might be a swift swimmer. She turns to her right, and she sees a giant fossil cast mold of a kind of a barnacle-looking Pokemon. It looks like a plant. Uh, It's got silly little tendrils out of the top of its head. And she looks forward, and she sees a very professional, very studious young woman, probably in her mid to late 20s, uh, wearing a very proper kind of gray academic dress. She has her hair done very nicely, and she has her eyes in a book. And she hears Elodie marching up the stone steps to the battle pitch, and she closes her book, and she says, Ah, a new challenger. Welcome. My name is Roxanne. I am the gym leader here and the headmaster of the Pokemon Academy. Hey, I am Elodie. Are you sure? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was writing something down. Okay. Like I need to remember to do this, but I can just say this right now. Yeah. Um, seeing as you are the headmaster, as you just said, your uh, your gym trainer George 
I did, uh, you know, his whole his his whole quiz thing. Uh, well, I turned it back on him, uh, and I told him that I might get him some extra credit. So, uh, to make me not be a liar, maybe I don't know. He did well in his quiz. Maybe you could uh, slip him some extra credit. Roll charisma, persuasion. I got it. Uh, twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, that'll do it. Roxanne says, "Oh, is that so? I've been quite proud of George's academic pursuits lately. Perhaps I will give him a bonus." And she takes out a pencil. And she scribbles in the corner of the book that she was looking at. She closes it back up, and she says, "Very well. May I ask how many badges you've received in the Hoenn region thus far?" That's a really good question that I actually need to think about because you could just look in your badge case, also, or like. Show I'm going them. to look in my badge case. Okay, you have three badges. Um, three badges that's what i thought okay yeah you have one from winona uh one from watson and uh wait you you have three badges hold on yes uh oh never mind i think i only have two hold on right because lava the uh connor 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 that's right i was like i could have swore you had three badges okay yeah yeah. ldu displays your three badges and roxanne says oh very well if you defeat this challenge, you'll be entitled to carrying another Pokemon in your party in the Hoenn region. Are, are, do you think you're yes. capable? Uh, yes. Roxanne says, great. I love a confident answer. In order to test your skills, we will see how efficiently you can use three of your Pokemon at once. And she says, shall we prepare for battle? She stands at one corner of the pitch and she sends out three Pokemon on her right, your left. A bipedal Pokemon with big old claws on its arms, strange stalk eyes, and feathers on its back. Six of them to count. Um, It has strange shrimpy qualities to it, but it is large and menacing. In the middle, she has a Pokemon that floats. It seems very sturdy, very solid. It has a very large protrusion from its face that looks like a nose, and beneath it is lots and lots of iron fillings that have gathered magnetically to the nose. On your right, Roxanne's left, there is a Pokemon that looks very similar to the one that is cast that is being displayed as a fossil. Uh, It is a big old barnacle, and it has a false set of eyes on its head, and you can see if you peer inside what looks like its mouth, there are the true glowing eyes within it. Um, This is a triple battle. Please plan where you would like your Pokemon to be, which Pokemon you'd like them to face down at the start of the battle. What a what a good what a, a good question. I love that question. Um, just to get the battlefield set up, it's pretty big. It's like sixty feet long and forty feet wide and five ten. Um, the Pokemon are spread out where they have five feet of space between them, so they're like a twenty five foot line with gaps of five feet. So you can attack any of them, but like if you go all the way across, you're gonna have to spend some movement, or the range might be impacted. You know, so that's why the that's why the positioning matters a little bit. Do you know what these Pokemon are? I think so. The first one is whose name I'm blanking is the evolution of Anorith. Okay. Armaldo. That's yeah. the guy. Okay. Second one is Probopass. Okay. What's the last one? Third one is Kabutops. It is not Kabutops. Fortunately. Okay. I was think I don't know why. I remember you saying there was a fossil Pokemon with scythes and I my brain latched onto that. Yeah, I mean, there could be two fossil Pokemon here, perhaps. Perhaps, there could be. We'll do Key Lime on the right. Okay. On my right, across the supposed Great Italy. Yes, yes, yes. Grape Juice in the middle. 
and bubblegum on the left. Okay. So your order from left to the right is bubblegum, grape juice, key lime. Correct. Okay. You got the green Pokemon facing down the green Pokemon. I think that's important, right? That's actually really important. Now that that's sorted out, you may roll initiative. Fabulous. Uh, dirty 20. Nice. Elodie will be going first. Roxanne will be going second. Elodie, what will she do? She can choose her actions in any order. She has three of them. Fabulous. Okay. I think we're going to go for the damage phase. Okay. Sure. So I'm going to go just left or right. What we're doing. Uh, Bubblegum is going to bubble beam the Anorith. And as far as I'm aware, that is single target. Yes. That is a single target attack. And it is an Armaldo for clarity. Armaldo. I wrote down Anorith. Okay. Because yeah. I couldn't think of the name when I was writing it down. Yeah. Bubble beam the Armaldo. Okay. You want to just do that? Yeah, let's just do that first. Uh, roll to hit. Didn't do so well on that one. We got a nine. Nine will not be connecting with Armaldo. Uh, it seems like this shrimpy creature uh, has thick stone armor, and the bubbles from this attack don't seem to pierce it. That's fine. Understandable. Have a nice day. Mm, yeah, I'm just gonna continue w- with my original plan for now, but we might pivot later. Sure. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, whirlpool the Probo Pass with grape juice. Okay. Sure. Let's see it. Does an 18 hit? That meets Probopass's armor class. Nice job. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. Well, he is, first of all, now restrained to my whirlpool. Understood. B25. 25. Super effective. Water type damage as the whirlpool connects with Probopass, whose float in the air gets kind of spun around and a torrent of water swirls around its body. It looks confused and startled, but still confident nice hit uh last but not least uh, key lime oh, yes of course key lime now will uh, spirit blade create dilly okay for farrier fighting type damage for fighting okay may roll to hit what are these rolls seven to hit seven to hit will not hit the cradley um, despite its planty, mossy exterior, um, the blade that Keylime summons from its horns just glances off and uh, evaporates into pixels, and the blade disappears. Uh, unfortunately, dealing zero damage to Cradley. It is now Roxanne's turn, unless you have any bonus actions or anything. Uh, no, that will be all. Okay. For now. Roxanne begins. She issues a command to Armaldo first. She instructs it to use Fury Cutter. Armaldo charges forward towards Bubblegum and slashes at it with its big old claw, rolling to hit. Uh, 24 should hit. Yes. <laughs> okay. Dealing a certain amount of bug-type damage. A measly 14 as a scythe strikes down onto Bubblegum and claws through its seal body. And as it does that, Armaldo's eyes glow with a, a red fury, and it seems like it is getting fired up, so to speak. Uh, Pass, while spinning the whirlpool very, very calmly, summons a sandstorm. Does not need to make any sort of rolls. It is an 80-foot diameter circle centered on Nosepass, so all Pokemon are currently within it. All rock types have an advantage on saving throws, and anything that is not a rock, ground, or steel type will take their proficiency bonus worth of damage at the end of each of their turns. 
Last but not least, Cradilly looks at Keyline and it angles its mouth towards it and fires off a sinister beam towards Keyline. It is using Confuse Ray. Um, 10 to hit. That will not hit. Confuse Ray does nothing. And that ends Roxanne's turn. Okay. Let's see what we can do here. I'm going to have Grape Juice go for a Whirlpool onto Armaldo. First okay. of all. I uh-huh. rolled on that one. Not one. I'm so sorry. That is sadness. Grape Juice is just really not feeling it. Or sorry, Bubblegum. Who was that? No, that was Grape Juice. Grape Juice. Okay, so Grape Juice is not targeting straight ahead, turn to target Armaldo. Makes yes. sense. Yep. Um, yeah. Grape Juice, step up your game. Whirlpool does nothing. Hardly any water even gets spawned. Grape Juice just got distracted. Um, who's next? Uh, I think I'm going to have Keylime go for another Spirit Blade onto Cradilly. Sure. Roll to hit. I'm going to assume it's fighting unless you say otherwise. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Does a 17 hit? 17 meets the armor class of Cradilly. Fabulous. Super effective fighting type damage incoming. Incoming. That will do 31 damage. A good hit. All these 30 hits in this gym challenge. I like it. I know, right? Um, it's like weird. They're like all around 30. Yeah, pretty good. Keylime summons forth its uh, blade from its horns. It's sword and charges forward and slashes into Cradilly, leaving behind a gash that is accompanied by little exploding pixels. And Cradilly experiences a significant amount of fighting type damage from the spirit blade. Good hit. All right. Uh, and then finally, I'm going to have Bubblegum go for a disarming voice. So that will do automatic fairy damage to any creature in range, which is 20 feet from myself. So that will just be Armaldo and Probabot pass, I think. Um, you could pick any pair as long as it involves Probopass. Because you said Grape Juice. Oh, no, Grape Juice Whirlpooled. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It is those two. Correct. 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 Okay. So, yes, automatic uh, damage. You may do that. Uh, Probopass does resist it. Yes. So I will roll 1d4 for that instead of 2. Okay. So Armaldo takes 7 and Probopass takes 6. 6? Because I rolled, I rolled a th- the three for the d4 and then it's a plus three. Oh, is it but it's resisted though it's still six it's, it's I, I have the dice right yeah yeah you did okay it's the same attack oh, I, so they I, should be taking... i roll it and then i half it right yeah. that's how it works yeah I it, if it it's multi-target sorry. yes yes, yes i'm yes. sorry no it's fine yeah they should be taking the same and it would be start of damage so right we'll, so that'll be three we're gonna round it down to three cool that it for Elodie. any bonus actions or anything that will be it for now yes okay Roxanne, going in the same order, instructs Armaldo to continue with its Fury Cutter, continuing with Rage into Bubblegum, trying to eliminate it from the battle, uh, getting a 27 to hit. Yeah, Ar- that's going to hit. Armaldo is unstoppable. It is building Fury, dealing 17 points of bug-type damage to Bubblegum. Um, for clarity, as far as the battlefield, uh, Armaldo is like rushing forward and then using its movement to rush back. To its allies, so the, the the original formation has not changed. Robo Pass is going to uh, look at Keylime and do exactly that. Robo Pass turns his attention to Keylime and focuses very intently. And Elodie swears that if she looked 
right into Probu Pass's eyes above his big goofy nose, she would see a targeting reticule within his eyeballs. He is very, very focused on Key Lime at this moment. That is his whole turn. Uh, Cradilly. Cradilly. What will Cradilly do? Cradilly is going to fire off a ball of grass type energy. One might say an energy ball towards Marshtomp. Let's see if it hits. Um, does a 13 hit? Nope. Ooh, lucky. <laughs> Very good. I guess there's no double super effective, but it would still, it would still yeah. hurt. Um, I just thought of that. Yeah. I was like, no, hold on. It's not as bad as you think, but it'd still be bad. Right. Anyways, Energy Ball goes <laughs> wide. The only one of Roxanne's Pokemon seemingly doing anything productive is Armaldo, who looks like they're getting more and more furious every moment. It is now back to Elodie. Fabulous. Elodie's going to have a turn. Wherein, Grape Juice once again attempts a Whirlpool onto Armaldo. Okay. Does a 22 hit. It sure does. Let's get that super effective water-type damage. I think that restraint factor is going to be particularly useful in this moment. Hey, that's why I'm doing it, <laughs> baby. Okay. That'll be 25 damage. Okay. Good solid hit. Solid. Indeed. Let's see what else I would like to do. I'm actually going to have Key Lime. Roll a confusion onto Probopass. Okay, interesting. Um, is that a save or a roll to hit? That is a roll to hit. Okay. Will be resisted. You still resist psychic? It sure does. Oh, I forgot about that. You'll resist everything. Well, my goal was to confuse it, but sadly, only rolled an 11. I can't use a inspiration to get the natural attack roll up right yeah you can it just can't crit can't yeah Except well and i'm doing it okay <sighs> still gotta be high enough this thing has a lot of ac you have to get That's at least true. a five that is part of it. So. Nope. uh what i'm trying to do is get the natural attack high enough to confuse it because oh. i need a natural attack roll of a 15 hmm. what do you think i don't know <laughs> i mean i feel the part of it being like the natural attack roll i feel like makes me think that you know you shouldn't be able to because it's, it's supposed to be the natural attack roll yeah i think it's but. it's similar to crits in the sense where like it's an added effect because like i feel like if you're using inspiration using it to push it over the edge to land it but i don't know if you can push it over the edge to get added effects in my dm head that's um, fair so if you want to hold on I to your inspiration, ask yeah that's totally right. fine okay you can also cool. roll to make it hit but i don't know how valuable you would find that to be uh, I, I did, I did, uh, I did roll an 18, which I believe. I thought you rolled a 13. Is that, does that hit? Uh, no, yeah. I, I rolled, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. You know what? I did roll a 13 because of Baker's Dozen and that I just remembered right now because I rolled a 12. Oh, look at uh, you. But that would, that would be 19 then, actually. Yeah, that will hit. Okay, cool. Uh, but that will be, uh, resisted anyways. Regardless, we'll do some damage. That'll do 10 damage. 10 damage. Better than I thought it would be. Pretty good. Pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. And uh, is that everyone? Did Grape Juice go? Gra I don't think Grape Juice went, right? Uh, Grape Juice went. Bubblegum did not. Okay. Bubblegum. I have to figure out what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, there's some options. Um, There are, in fact, options. Bubble Beam. Classic. We're going to Bubble Beam. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? 
Ah, me. Um, Bubble Beam. Let's go for Armaldo. Cool. Yeah. Ah, let's go. Rolls are back for Bubblegum, baby. That'll be a 21. That will hit. Roll your super effective water type damage. Thank God. That will be a 16 damage. Sure. Super effective? Yes. Sounds like some low rolls, maybe. Was, in fact, a lower roll. I mean, Armaldo's getting chunked, if I'm going to be real with the people. I don't want this bug attacking my baby. Yeah, that's fair. Anything else for Elodie's turn? You know what I forgot about until just right now? Tell me. Keylime has Trace. True! <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, are there specifics on which Pokemon it traces? Are we going to roll for it? It says copies the ability of a random opponent, so I think we got to roll for it. Yeah, roll a d4, and if it's a 1, roll again. Or, okay. It was 1. <laughs> okay, roll it again. It was a 1 again. Okay. <laughs> are you serious <laughs> stop it oh my god this dice is broken okay i'm rolling a different one sure sure okay three okay key lime traces armaldo and picks up battle armor key lime does not take boosted damage from natural 20s ah yes pretty neat pretty cool um if i'm being honest with you the other two would have sucked so <laughs> Uh, that's good. Let's go. Cool. Uh, is that for, for Ellie? Yes, that is now it. Okay. Uh, last turn, I did forget to make you do sandstorm chip, so I'm not going to force it on. I remember to do it. Oh, you so did it anyways. Oh. I did it anyways, yeah. Wow, look at you. Thank you. I would give you inspiration for that if I could, but I feel like that's <laughs> not worth it. Um, so <laughs> just know that I say thank you. Uh, <laughs> okay. So that should be four, except for on grape juice. Bubblegum might take three. Um, Bubblegum took four and Key Lime takes three. Oh. Uh, Grape Cheek is a ground type. Right. Key Lime takes three? What level is Key Lime? Key Lime is eight. Isn't this it... is weird. Wait, what? They should both take Wait, four. Wait, hold on. I think we just forgot to increase Key Lime's proficiency modifier. We did, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Back to Roxanne. Movement is very important for Armaldo. So Armaldo will attempt its strength save to break free from the whirlpool because it wants to be slash and stuff. Uh, what is that? threshold uh 16 strength 16 strength rate. strength is armaldo's best mm -hmm. stat however they rolled a natural five ah yes they will not break out and i believe that consumes their action does it not it doesn't say i'm going to say it's an action i can't find any solid words we are also underutilizing it on my bad so i'm going to make that up to you as a player because restrained creatures have advantage to be hit on from allies so true. I, I mean, that. I I did hit the the bubble beam, didn't I? Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. So it doesn't um, matter. Probopass was levitating when it got restrained because it did get roll pulled, right? Yes. Um. So it actually was supposed to take a d6 of fall damage. Oh. And it took five points. So I'm going to do that. Hogger. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that will consume its action. I think that is the way to do it. I will write that down then. Okay, great. Uh, Armaldo's turn was spent breaking, not breaking free from the whirlpool. Just kidding. Armaldo couldn't do it. Armaldo's stuck. Very unfortunate. You know who's not stuck is Probopass. And Probopass used a lock on on uh, Key Lime last turn. And will follow up by using the magnets on its nose and on the little 
side probos on either side of its body to charge up an incredible amount of electricity, which it funnels directly into Keyline. And I would roll to see if it crits, but Keyline's immune to crits right now, so it's just going to hit because it was followed by lock-on. What was that? forgot that it locked onto Keyline. Oh, actually, I am going to roll because there's an added effect, actually. Sorry. Okay. I thought it locked on to Grape Juice. That was my bad. I forgot. Okay. Yeah, it was Keelan. Um, unless I said it wrong, yeah. but I'm pretty sure I said Keelan. I would not know. I okay. would not trust my account. I would trust your account. Okay. It rolled low for the effect. So the effect won't happen. But Keelan will take a shocking amount of electric type damage from this Zap Cannon. Um, 25 points of electric type damage. No paralysis. Keelan gets to dodge that. But a big old amount of electricity just gets funneled directly into Keylam's body. Very, very rough. Cradilly is going to go for that uh, Confuse Ray again, this time into Grape Juice. Rolling to hit. Uh, 21 should hit. That will do it. Okay, Grape Juice is Confused. And that is Roxanne's turn. Elodie. It's, uh, it's, it's a rough battle. It's a sticky situation, I will say. Yeah. All right. Grape juice is confused. Okay, alright, okay, 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 alright. <laughs> Got it. Bubbly gum is going to bubbly beam into Armaldo, and as it is restrained, we have advantage. That is correct. I love having advantage. Imagine that. I love having advantage because one of those was a one, baby. Yeah, let's go. Yeah! If I wanted to uh, add my Sentspiration Elodie's Party Time roll to this, could would I be able to do it after I asked you if something succeeded? Yes, you could. Okay. Would a 16 hit? On Armaldo? Yes. It would. Okay, well then I'm not going to use it. Um, <laughs> because I rolled a 16. At this rate, you determine their armor classes, so I will share with you. They ascend from 16 to 18. Not in order, but one of them 16, one of them 17, one of them's 18. Okay, I was going to say, um, now hold on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. seems incorrect. And yeah, then yeah. I was like, okay, never mind, I get it. But, yeah, yeah, I know what they are now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, damage time. Not the best roll, but a good enough one. 20 damage. 20 even? Yes. Hey, Armando's looking frustrated. Its fury has turned more into a sense of resignation, almost. Uh, it feels helpless, worthless, even. It's a sad shrimp. All because of bubblegum. It's, it's a sad shrimp. You got two okay. other mons, one of them's confused? I sure do. And one of them is, in fact, confused. Um, I'm going to roll for uh, what happens to grape juice if it is confused. Yeah, let's see. What, a D20. The confusion roll, essentially. Yes. Yep. So this is a d20. Fabulous. What'd you get? I rolled a five. Excellent. Um, Excellent. You could... Or no, did you already use a... No, you didn't use your inspiration. Um, there's <gasps> no, a, I didn't. There's a chance. Oh, can I do that? You can could, I please do that? You could, <laughs> but if you roll uh, less than a five... You're still gonna hit yourself, so right. Oh, that's that is rough. That's your risk to manage. I will not stop you from doing so, but I want to let you know. I'm gonna do it because I'm a risk taker. <laughs> okay. We're we're risk takers out here, and it counted out because that was a seven. Let's go. Yeah. 
Um, Marshtomp is still confused, but will not take confusion damage and gets to act. It was worth it. Okay. Epic gaming moments. So, question. Yes. So, Armaldo is in the Whirlpool. Correct. Boba Pass. Mm-hmm. Also in a Whirlpool? So, I didn't specify. The technique that this functions on is like D&D concentration. So, really, technically, only one of them should be in a Whirlpool at a time. But I didn't clarify that. So, for this moment, I'm happy to allow them to both be in a Whirlpool, at least for this turn. Okay. So, my other question was going to be basically that since I have automatic water damage from it, can I only have one of those do that? Exactly. You can only have one Whirlpool active at a time in general. I just didn't clarify it, so I don't want to punish you for that because I didn't tell you. Right. But, I mean, I think that's fair for now to be only able to activate the automatic water damage on one of them for now. Yes. After this turn, Armaldo got it afterwards, I believe. So, after this turn, we're going to have it just on Armaldo. You, I, okay. I, I'm not going to say you can activate whirlpool damage on both of them, but I can say you could choose either. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. For right, this right, 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 right. Right. So who do you choose? Um. See, Armaldo seems like it's on its last legs, and I'd love to just take it out, but probably is harder to hit, and I don't want to have to whirlpool it again. But also, like, I will have to. It's just to get the damage off right now. I think I'm just going to try to end Armaldo uh, and have it uh, do our Armaldo. Try to end it. Let's see it. Try to end it. I think I know your damage calc, and oh, I think baby. you need a high roll. It was a high roll. Okay. It was a pretty high roll. It was a, <laughs> it was a high roll, baby. Oh, geez. 35. 35? Yes. Holy shit. Marsh Tom's out here. Yeah, Um, that is a high enough roll to, in fact, knock out Armaldo. It is no longer a threat. Congratulations. Fantastic. As a very useful Pokemon to remove from the battle. As uh, Grape Juice channels its Whirlpool energy to finish off the, the Sad Shrimp. And the Sad Shrimp is no more. Very good. I'm sorry, Sad Shrimp. Yeah. He's in Shrimp Heaven now. <laughs> so true. What, any bonus actions? I hope he's frying, hope he's frying rice in Heaven. <laughs> he totally um, is. <laughs> That's so good. You told me an Armaldo fried this rice? Has anyone, has anyone drawn that? Has anyone drawn an Armaldo <laughs> Let me get on that. Yeah, someone should. Um, uh, Key Lime hasn't moved yet, I believe. Correct. 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 Key Lime moments. Key Lime stunning epic moments of gaming games. Oh, I remember what I was going to do with Key Lime. Am I still going to do that? Question mark. Um, I googled Armaldo fried rice and Klotzer fried rice, and neither of them uh, resulted in anything. So, oh my God. no one's made it. Can't believe we live in a world without Armaldo fried rice. Yeah, seriously. That has to be like a thing now that you have to put. Yeah, no, it totally. Yeah, it will happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's do it. We're gonna we're gonna heal pulse bubble gum. Ooh, some support techniques. You haven't seen much of that today. Um, yeah, roll your heal pulse. Six. That's 10, 15, 13. Thirteen HP restored. Very good. Not bad. No, I don't know. We take those. Yeah. And is that it for LD's turn? Uh, yeah. We're going to say that will be all. Okay. I believe okay. everyone's consumed their inspiration at this point? Uh, no, because I, I don't think I had Bubblegum. Oh, true. Bubblegum has or, not. And Key Lime didn't either, I don't think. I thought Key Lime did for the confusion to hit? Or was it going to hit anyways? Uh, oh, no. It was, yeah, it was going to hit anyways. I just uh, wanted to get the to make it confused. Got it. Yes. Okay. I was trying to do. Got it. Got it. Um, your two non-ground-type Pokemon will take Sandstorm damage, as it will rage for seven yes. more turns. 
Yes, All I right. am recording that. Very good. Um, Armaldo is out. So sad. Roxanne's juggernaut, no longer in the battle, but she still has her ace and a funny little barnacle guy. Uh, the funny little barnacle guy is going to fire off a sludge bomb towards a fairy type named Keyline. Uh, that is a 26 to hit. Yes, that will hit. Okay, so that will deal damage as I'm rolling super effective damage, because you're still psychic fairy, right? Yes. Uh, as I'm rolling super effective damage, you may roll a DC 17 con save for the poison effect. Uh, failed it. Okay, this is a bad hit for Keylime. Oh, God. Uh, Keylime takes 30 points of poison type damage. Yeah, Keylime's out. Keylime is knocked out. Evening the playing field. Way to go, Cradley. Roxanne gets a little smile. He's pleased with her, her barnacle buddy. Okay, Probopass. Probopass is going to do the simple plan, like the band. <laughs> uh, it's going to roll um, to use an attack on Grape Juice. It's going to tremble the earth beneath it in the attempt to do an earth power. Rolling to hit uh, does a 14 hit. Bad will meet, so yes. Okay. Earth power dealing. Uh, 15 points, low roll. 15 points of ground type damage. And that will end Roxanne's turn. Okay. I am afraid. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a time. Uh, it's definitely a time. So, can we, like, shift, or are we still in our position? You can move. You can do whatever you want. Right. What I think we're going to do is I think we're going to have... We're going to roll our confusion on grape juice. Please. Baby... Okay, so we're still confused, but we are going to be able to move because I rolled a 12. 13, actually, Baker's doesn't, even though it doesn't matter. That's cool. um, but I got to so I always forget. So we're going to roll pool the Provo Pass now. Okay. That will be 29 damage. Yo. And it is now in the whirlpool. Ayo. Ayo. Provo Pass? I'm also staying where we are. And... Bubbly gum. Going to go for that sweet, sweet bubble bean. Cool. To bubble pass as well. The focus. I love it. Ooh. 21 to hit. I'll do go. it. Look at these Pokemon. These water types. They're carrying. They're doing great. Yes. I'm so <laughs> we didn't need Key Lime. I'm sorry, Key Lime. <laughs> the heal pulse was clutch, right? So. Yeah, the heal pulse, hopefully pans out to be actually super duper helpful for us unfortunately that was a terrible damage roll. oh no it's gonna do eight damage eight no way yeah i, I rolled two twos seriously and that was super effective you doubled your dice oh wait hold on i'm so bad at math that's four times two is eight plus four that's 12 there we go did yes. you double your I'm dice sorry. or just I... double the amount Double the amount. Okay, I guess it's too late to double your dice, so. Because that is what we would have wanted. But this is fine. Uh, or you can reroll. Do you want to reroll? I'll let you reroll. I'll. The whole thing, or just roll the. The, well, the uh, whole thing. Roll double your dice. Don't double the damage, because it's single target. So. Just double the dice. That should give you a better result. Got it. Well, yeah, because I'm not going to roll so horribly. <laughs> um, yeah, so that will now be a 21. There we go. That's a reasonable roll. I was like, it can't be four. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, it was. It was like 
eight, but even then I did the math wrong. So <laughs> yeah, so it just had to be scrapped and redone. That's fine. Yeah. Probably takes a hit. This thing's bulky. It's chonky. Uh, it's hanging in there, but it's taking a good amount of damage. So something to be proud of. Anything else for Elodie's turn? Mm, that will be it for now. Yes. Okay. Um, did we roll confusion for grape juice? I don't remember. We did. I did, and I passed. Okay. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get rid of it, but I yes. was able to attack. Okay. Cool. You have one more turn of it. If you don't break through. Yes. Um, and it is Roxanne's turn. All right. Probo pass. Identifying the threat that is Bubblegum's Bubble Beams. Are they going to lock on or are they just going to swing? Hmm. They're just going to swing. It's inaccurate, but they're going to try. Um, Probo pass charges up electric energy. We fire off a zap cannon. Gets a natural five. Uh, does a 10 hit? No, it does not. The zap cannon goes wide, flies into the stone wall of the gym corridor, and a bunch of rubble falls, and Bubblegum did not get hit by the zap cannon. Good for Bubblegum. That would have been very bad. Um, Cradily. Cradily, as they say. Cradily wants to see if it can wear down Grape Juice, especially considering its movement is not very high, and while it can hit uh, Bubblegum with some techniques, it just doesn't want to. It doesn't want to put in the effort. It's like rooted to the ground. Um, its feet are sticky, like it has suction cups, and so it doesn't want to move. So as such, it will fire off a sludge bomb, which should be resisted, but a sludge bomb to grape juice. Um, that is a dirty 20. That should hit. Yes. Okay. Uh, but it is resisted. Correct. Ground resist poison, right? Am I making that up? Yes, I am in fact resisted. Okay. In that case, grape juice only takes... 11 points of poison type damage, but Grape Juice must make a DC 17 con save. Do not experience the effects of poison. Up, trying to put status conditions on my Grape Juice. It's all cradly nose. We're fine. Dirty 20. Oh, look at that. Too easy. Too easy. Grape Juice would also never my, H- my HP is nice. Just saying. At 69 right now? Yes. Very cool. Very, very good. Uh, that's it for Roxanne's turn. Overall, not the greatest turn. Uh, back to Elodie. Can you wrap this up? Is is it possible? It's kind of neck and neck. I don't think I can wrap it up this turn, seeing as I haven't really done anything to Great Dilly. I, t- yeah. I think I did one attack into Great Dilly. Correct. But maybe we can finish off uh, Probo Pass. That'd be good. That'd be cool beans. Let's go for this Bubble Beam into uh, Probo Pass here. Okay. He is Whirlpooled, correct? That is correct. I don't think I uh, did advantage last time for Bubble Beam, but it doesn't matter because it hit anyways. Yes. But now I will. E. I'm going to add my uh, party time. Oh, sure. Uh, uh, to this one because it did not. It did not work out. Okay, there we go. Dirty 20. That will hit. Fabulous. This is my last Bubble Beam also, by the way. Oh, PP coming into play. PP coming into play. I am keeping track of it. Yeah, that's good. Oh, fabulous roll first for the first two. Terrible for the second. I rolled an eight and a seven, and then a one and a two. Oh no! That's funny. Uh, okay, so that's twenty-two. Anyways, regardless. Oh, that's pretty good. Twenty-two points of water type damage as more bubbles come out of bubble gum, and uh, it seems like Probo Pass is hanging on. Not much left for Probo Pass. Still okay. hanging on. Yep. This guy. All right. You thank you. Last turn. Of, last turn of confusion for grape juice. Yeah. Can she attack? 
on grape juice. Baby, you got this. 13, let's go! Nice. All right. Whirlpool automatic damage. Okay, it's it's not guaranteed. You gotta get a certain threshold. I, I will still roll this. Yes. How we looking at 23 damage? With 23 damage, Probopass hangs on with 2 HP. No. I am so sorry. Uh, Probopass is still in it to win it. Not giving up yet. Uh, anything else for Elodie on this turn? No. Okay. Uh, Probopass is restrained, cannot move. Uh, Cradley has suction cups, can move, very low movement speed, but it doesn't need to move because the range of this attack is enough. Cradley will fire off an energy ball towards Bubblegum, and it's a roll to hit. Uh, and it rolls poorly. Does a 10 hit? No. The energy ball goes wide. It seems that Bubblegum is flipping and flopping around and dodging these ranged attacks. Good for Bubblegum. Probo Pass, feeling like the Zap Cannon wasn't really working out. It's also going to target down Bubblegum with an Earth Power, one of its favorite techniques to use. That should hit. That's a 24, baby. Yes. Okay. Not. It's a pretty okay roll. It's a 16 points of ground-type damage. Bubblegum. All right. Bubblegum hanging in there? Hanging in there. Torrential, uh, perhaps? Torrential, but I don't have bubble beam, uh, so it no. doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's it for Roxanne. It's it's a close battle. Oof. It's It's going to end soon. In whose favor, no one knows, but it will end. I think I know what I must do. What must you do? First of all, I'm going to have Bubblegum disarming voice. Probo pass, which... Knowledge of two HP back means that's an automatic kill because it's plus three damage. Even with resist, though, you're sure you can't get a one. Well, it's plus three. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's fair. It just won't miss. It'll just happen. Very true. Never miss. Never miss. Probo pass Fabulous. will go down to the screen. Very good. It is just. Probogum <laughs> is like die, please. <laughs> yeah. It is just Cradilly. Cradilly is the last one standing. It is very healthy that that is correct note sorry as probopass faints that ends the concentration of the sandstorm the sandstorm is gone oh fabulous that is wonderful news i'm thinking take your time i want to whirlpool or if i want to mud bomb neither will be super effective which is really unfortunate mud bomb will give disadvantage which i kind of think would be really nice i only have one whirlpool left Otherwise, I would just whirlpool because then I could get the automatic damage, but it won't matter because I only have one left. I think I'm going to mud bomb. Okay. Oh, side note. Yes. I believe last time we discussed Elodie's party time being a bonus action. Correct. Or not last time. At some point we did. Yes. So it is a bonus action, correct? Most inspiration giving things are bonus actions. Uh, anyways, can I use it to give one of these lovely ladies some lovely sensation yeah please do okay. you have two left right yes i do yeah so i will give one to grape juice right now okay grape juice feels inspired uh what did elodie do to inspire grape juice was it inspiring words I was it a look what was it i think it would be inspiring words i think she would be like let's go grape juice and maybe maybe um maybe cabbage is out too oh, yeah. uh and aubergine's in the basket and they're all like cheering. Sure. Yeah. Can you can you give me a D twenty on that? 
Yes. Six. Six. Okay, cool. Yeah. Pretty motivating, pretty inspiring. Grape juice will, in fact, get an extra inspiration, feeling inspired from their trainer and from Cabbage. Fabulous. All right. Time for duel with this mud bomb, finally. It was a nat one. No! Seriously? Yes. Oh, no. Grape juice. Fine. It's fine. Grape juice. No. We're fine. We're literally uh, fine. It's fine. Yeah. We're literally fine. I think Grape Juice got too excited by the cheering that Grape Juice just didn't attack. Grape Juice was just looking yeah. at Eldian Cabin and being like, wow, they <laughs> care about me. And just like, <laughs> just didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So enraptured. Um, okay. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, it's Cradley's turn. It's Cradley against the world. Cradley uh, gonna fire off a great move in this situation, which it only has a couple more PP left. Gonna use an energy ball. Um, this time switching up its target. Uh, it's, it looks like Grape Juice is distracted, so it will target Grape Juice. 15 to hit. That will hit? Okay. Three, uh, super effective. Scared. Um, Mom, don't pick me up. I'm scared. <laughs> super effective grass type damage. Dealing a whopping 45 points. Jesus Christ. Grass type damage. Pretty significant. That was a pretty high roll. There's a couple a couple max dice in there. I think I might be in torrent. Let me double check that. Yep. It's torrent time. That's... Wait, never mind. Do we round up for torrent? Uh, What does it say? One third? It says 25%. Uh... And I have 95 HP. So that's 23.75. And I'm at 24. Everything we do is like a round down, right? So Got it. Fair. Th- Just outside Torrent. That's annoying. Uh, quick oh. bubblegum, attack <laughs> grape juice for one damage. <laughs> you could do that if you want. I could, but is that worth it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay, I see, I see. And throw some spice. Throwing some spice to this match. And we're gonna have Bubblegum go for an icy wind onto Cradley. Interesting. Uh, wait. Do I want to first do an inspiration for Bubblegum? Yeah, I will. I will uh, sense uh, LED's party time. Bubblegum as well. Okay. Uh, so, cheering from me and Cabbage. Great. For Bubblegum. Sure. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. So describe icy wind real quick. So it is a roll to hit, and on a natural attack roll of 18 or more, the target falls prone. Okay, sure. Yeah, do it. So that would be lovely. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what was it? It was another natural one. Oh my god, Elodie. <laughs> Your Pokemon have to clutch this out. They could totally lose. I don't want to, don't want to talk about it. Jeez. <laughs> okay, time for uh, Cradley to use its last energy ball oh, here. Oh, I... Grape juice didn't move yet. Oh, just kidding. Natural one. Natural one from grape juice. No, please. Don't speak that into existence. I'm using a different dice at this point. You're using my tiny dice. Uh for this uh for this mud bomb. Oh, thank God. Nineteen to hit. Yeah, that will hit. Hoo. Hoo wee. <laughs> Hoo. Eleven. Plus seven. 18 points 18. of ground type damage. Yes. Uh yes, and then I I I uh I do think I'm going to add uh d8 of Ellie's party time onto that. Okay. So. Because I want to. Sure. <laughs> it was a one. 
Oh, great. And party time. <laughs> party time. <laughs> More importantly, is Cradley muddy? Did they get all muddy? Oh, you have to take a con save. That's uh, right. Make thought. a con save. Yeah. What's, yes. what's, the, what's the save? 16. Uh, they crit, so they will not be impacted by that. This is mean. I don't know what to tell you. mean to me. Hey, that's my first D20 all day. Okay, so. <laughs> cool. Anything else for Elodie's turn? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, yes. Yes? There's more? Yeah. No, no, that's it. Okay. Cradley <laughs> will consume their last energy ball towards Bubblegum. Hopefully it hits. Rolling to hit. Uh, does a 12 hit? No. Unfortunate. Uh, once again, yeah, Bubblegum hops out of the way. And Cradley just is out of energy to make uh, energy balls. Any grass-type spirit bombs. It cannot do so anymore, which is very good news for these water types. That is Cradley's turn. It's still looking pretty healthy. Doesn't look too beat up. Alright. Can Elodie do it? Is it possible? Is it? Do I dare to dream? Imagine a world where I can end this battle well we're gonna try we're gonna first go for that icy wind from bubblegum okay and I'm gonna roll the hit on that let's see it fabulous 21 to hit 21 to hit yeah oh my god I this is like my second time rolling like a 17 when an 18 would have a special effect or like rolling just under having a special effect that's a natural roll of 18 would have made it prone but i got 17 damn it's fine it's fine i don't need it i don't need the prone it is super effective, too good for that so that helps it is effective. yeah grass rock there was rock a... doesn't resist ice no there was a question from george's trivia and he told you the four weaknesses of lilip which are the same cradley are bug steel fighting and ice so there you Should go been paying attention. well anyways yeah <laughs> I... that's fabulous that's fabulous news 13. Super effective? 13. Oh, I, I guess it's like a support move, so that doesn't make sense. Yes. It's not stab, so yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, 13 points of ice-type damage. Um, Cradley is not rendered prone. Its suction cups are just too sticky. Doesn't want to move. Uh, what's Grape Juice going to do? Grape Juice is actually... No, I'm going to stick with Mud Bomb. We I'm love Mud Bomb. That's great. We do love Mud Bomb. Fabulous. That will hit. That was a 26 to hit. Nice. Yeah, that will definitely hit. Show me the damage. So that's 11 plus 7. So that's 18. 18 and points. you have to make a con save. Yes, 18 damage. Okay. And con save. Con DC save. 16. It's a natural 17. Cradley hates Ooh. mud. Cradley will never get mud in its eyes. It refuses. Mean. Decent hit as a mud bomb is flown from grape juice. All the Pokemon that are remaining, all three of them, they're getting tired. <laughs> they're they're getting tired. It's time. Yeah, we've been here. They've they've been here a minute. Um, but Cradley's got more gas on the tank. Cradley is going to use its next strongest move besides Energy Ball, and that is Sludge Bomb, alternating targets now, locking on to Bubblegum, rolling to hit uh, with a twenty-three to hit. That will hit yet. I don't think Brione is a fairy type yet, correct? No, she is not. Um, still rolled very high. That's going to be 25 points of poison type damage. Yeah, Bubblegum is down. No! Oh. Mm -hmm. It's a 1v1. It's not looking good. 
I'm scared. I mean, there's no energy ball left, and there's one sludge bomb left, so like we just gotta get lucky, right? I don't know why I'm rooting for you. I'm I... supposed to be the boss, but <laughs> I don't know why I'm rooting for you. Um, <laughs> okay, that's it for Cradley though. Uh, it's grape juice versus Cradley, grass type versus water type, but the grass type is out of grass type moves. Grape juice, can you do it? Let's find out. Can I just go up and like? Inch grape juice. Sure, to you do want to a smack it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that I can get Torrent. Okay, here's the thing. I think that that would be uncouth in like the trainer league that's, battling that's society. Why, yeah. Um, yeah. You can try for it, but you're going to have to pass it off or like deceive it or something as like something else. So I will say yes, but not oh. for free. And I'm not sure what the penalty would be if you got caught quite yet. So yeah, that's fair. I'm banned from all future gyms. <laughs> I come back from the gym challenge telling everyone I'm banned from gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you do, Elodie? <laughs> I slapped my Pokemon. <laughs> Maybe you should just do it for the clout. Honestly, like this is like it's so bad, but I just want to do it because it's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah up to you. Uh, yeah, I honestly I do kind of want to try. Okay, are you? What are you? What's your strategy? Are you going to pass it off as, or like, how are you going to uh, approach this? Like, like you know how like when like uh, boxers like go back to their like corner and like the like coach is like like rubber rubbing their shoulders and like hyping them up. Yeah. And like, you know, like slap them, go over to do that kind of thing, and like yeah. kind of slap her on the back a little bit. Sure, sure, sure. Um, what role would that be for Elodie to pass that off? I have no... If if we're talking, like, sleight of hand or stealth to, like, make it seem like I'm not doing anything else, yeah. I mean, that could be, like, dex, but I don't know if that's what you want to do. That's up to you. I want to know what Elodie wants to do to pass <laughs> off this, like, risky kind of... It's also... Mm, see, I could, I could be really greedy here and say that it's a performance, because I'm performing that I'm doing this. Um... Like, that I'm like being a little coach but like that's not actually what I'm doing yeah but that would be really really stacked in my favor so I don't know you could persuade me it uh hmm. like you are the trainer so there's not a lot of persuading to be done like that you're like coaching it but like if you know wanna... I'm saying like it's a performance to Roxanne that I am being a, a, like like just you know hyping her up okay yeah yeah sure do you think it do you think uh, do you think grape juice is gonna like play along? Maybe. You think they're I think gonna get grape it? Grape juice, yeah. I think grape juice knows her abilities, and I think she knows that like we kind of need that. Okay, sure. Yeah, give me give me performance check. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Okay. I thought you could have rolled better, um, but I will say that that's enough. That's not a failure. <laughs> What what exactly are you doing to Marshtop? I'm trying to do one damage. Okay. Uh, roll a d4. Okay. I got a one. Okay, perfect. Yep, cool. Uh, you, <laughs> Elodie, trying to hype up <laughs> Marshtop to enter torrent range, uh, pinches grape juice a little bit and <laughs> deals one damage to her own Pokemon. Kind of cheating, but that's kind of sick anyways. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, you get to have grape juice and torrent for for that. Roxanne doesn't think anything of it. She's just like, "Oh, a charismatic trainer. That's great." Mm, all right. 
<laughs> now I'm going to use my last whirlpool. Perfect. Look at you. Roll to hit. Please. Oh. That is, in fact, a 17. That will hit. Oh my god. You're act I rolled two eights. I rolled two eights. Are you kidding me? <laughs> is that max damage? That is max damage. So that's 16 plus then 14 because it's double the damage bonus. So that's 30 damage. 30 damage? My goodness. That pep talk must have really worked. <laughs> yeah. Moments after Elodie encourages Marshtomp and maybe does something kind of sly to give her an advantage, it pays off because Grape Juice fires off a whirlpool dealing maximum damage was it perhaps because of the pep talk was it a little bit of ally damage that grape juice took from Elodie? who knows but after this hit we do know that grape juice feels particularly inspired and begins to glow and flash white and come out the other side as a brilliant powerful shiny swampert yeah the battle is not over but please reference your swampert stats and sheet for the remainder of the battle, whether you win or lose, as Cradley is still standing. Yeah, that's fair. So Roxanne is like, oh, yes, the, the charismatic pep talk must have certainly made a difference. And she's very impressed. And she herself is a Swampert fan, and she sees many trainers who enter her gym with mudkips. It is a pretty common trend, so she is pleased. She th thinks it's a great Pokemon. Um, nice and fierce and a brilliant magenta pink with large fins and a foreboding body. Seems very agile and athletic. We love to see it for grape juice. Regardless, Cradley needs to make an attack. Also, your HP is going to be the same plus your new max HP difference. So, like, just give yourself, like... Oh, thank God. Give yourself, like, 30 yeah. more HP, I think. Okay, sure. Why not? That, it just sounds good, yeah. Cradley wants to introduce some volatility. Going to be rolling that Confuse Ray for, <laughs> for this battle. Uh, well, I don't know. Swampert's new AC, but they got a 17 to hit. Yeah, that'll, that'll hit. Hell yeah. It's not all fun and games. You get a Swamper. It doesn't mean you win. This is so funny. Can Ellie okay. cheat her way to victory? I cheat my way to victory. <laughs> She's a good person, I swear. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to roll this confusion. Okay. All right, that's fair. I got a four. This, okay. is, this is karma. <laughs> right after, you know, Grape Juice gets a max roll and evolves and is here to demonstrate all this power, it just is confused, uh, which is... Very funny and appropriate. So back to Cradley. Um, this is its last sludge bomb. Um, oh. Yes. Uh, what's its proficiency modifier? Uh, it should be four. Four. Okay. Yes, it's four. Sure. It's four. Just making sure for that that confusion damage. Yeah, very important. Yeah. Cradley's gonna use its last sludge bomb here. Twenty six to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, it's resisted. Swampert has a little bit more HP than Marshtomp. That's going to deal 11 points of poison-type damage. Have Swampert make a DC 17 con save. Good thing I have a plus 5 to con now. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Cheating pays off. <laughs> Cheating pays off. Remember, kids. <laughs> uh, that was a 26 anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, great. I am trying to calculate how much damage HP I have left. Got it, cool. Okay. All right. Do you need to put yourself back in torrent now? <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I'm in torrent anymore. <laughs> Let me do the math on that. Oh, God. Do you <laughs> no, have, I'm, you, I'm out of it now. You don't even have water type moves, though, right? So. Right, I don't. Well, 
Uh, hello. Uh, I have new moves. Oh, what are your new moves? Let's hear them. Well, I have muddy water instead of. Oh Whirlpool. what? Excuse me. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Hello. There's a new move. That's insane. Well, so do I have PP for that? Of course you do. It's a different move. Snaps. All right. Um, question. We are in a rocky kind of environment. Yeah. Uh, Andy, would one describe it as? Sure. Sandy, rocky. Would yeah. one describe, like, you know, I whirlpooled. So, you know, water got on the sand. Are there parts of the terrain that are perhaps muddy? All right, Grace, you're, push you're pushing it a little bit. <laughs> you're, you're pushing your luck. Um, okay. I think, in general, I like your thinking, and I do support that. I think that right. would require a usage of a water-type move to make that happen. I don't think it happens passively right. as the result of an attack. That's fair. Okay. I like you asking, though. I do want you to ask those sorts of things. <laughs> you give me Swamp Monster. I want to use it. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Now that I don't have Torrent. <laughs> well, I, I kind of want to use this fun new move of Muddy Water. Sure. Let's see it. Roll to hit Muddy Water. Can I get a successful... Yes! Yes! Finally! The effect of a move goes off because I rolled a 16. And it's, <laughs> if go. the natural roll is 15 or higher. Finally! Finally! And what's, oh. and what's that effect? Uh, if I roll a 15 or higher, natural roll, the target has disadvantage on their next attack. Excellent. And how much damage do you deal? This has a chance Maybe. to KO? It's not very high, but there's a slight chance. Oh, well, I don't think I did. Okay. Um, 24 damage. 24 points of water type damage with a brand new attack, Muddy Water. Swampert, Grape Juice. The shiny Swampert um, uses its natural water type energy to summon a small wave. That charges forwards and crashes into Cradley, dealing a pretty significant amount of water type damage, but Cradley's still standing. Cradley's going to take their turn unless Elodie has a bonus action. This is the last turn of the battle. Cradley's going to reveal its last attack that it hasn't wanted to use because it's not particularly strong. That move is Brine. With uh, Swampert's current HP total, it may be strong enough. We will see. Rolling to hit. Does a 13 hit Swampert. No. Brine misses. Uh, Cradley shoots some water out of its face. Swampert is unaffected by it. Pelts into its body. Swampert kind of likes it. Grape Juice is into that. Can Grape Juice finish the battle? That is a question can only, we? only Grape Juice can answer. Can we do it? We're going to muddy water again to find out. Are you still confused? Am I still confused? Yes, I am. I do need to roll for that. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I rolled an eight. Okay, it's I gone. am no longer confused. Confused no more, as they say. Grape Juice said not today. Oh, God, really? Uh, as in, like, not being confused Oh, okay, today. okay. I thought that was your roll to hit. That was so <laughs> yeah, weird. No, the roll was, was fabulous. Okay. The roll was, a, uh, The natural roll was 17, we'll say, so that's enough. Great. Yeah, that will connect. Uh, I think you... Yeah, you do need to... Uh, I don't know if you need to roll damage. Let's just see what your damage is. 19? <laughs> 19 points of water type damage? Yes. Do you have any flavor for how Swampert KOs Cradley? Swampert is going to push force this kind of gross, muddy wave of water and uh -huh. then is going to kind of like surf along with it towards Cradley. 
uh, and it's going to look super rad. And Cabbage is going to toss one of her sunglasses <laughs> pairs to Swampert. And Grape Juice, she's going to wear those sunglasses as she is surfing. And she's going to do like a hang 10. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, that does happen. Uh huh. Absolutely. And with that, the battle ends. And Elodie is the victor. Roxanne claps her hands and she says, That was a thrilling battle neck and neck congratulations roxanne reaches into her bag and gives you a badge she gives you the stone badge it's very heavy and it has a unique shape that kind of looks like two intersecting arrows roxanne says congratulations as the holder of a stone badge you may now carry four active pokemon in your party in the hoenn region congratulations I can carry what? Four Pokemon? Sorry, five. Five? Five. It's like, am I not already doing yeah, you've been that? Am I breaking four. the no, rules? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm silly. Yes. It was, <laughs> it was a long battle. <laughs> okay. It was a long battle. That's fair. Uh, Roxanne says, you may now carry five Pokemon with you in the Hoenn region. Congratulations. Thank you. She says, unlike other gyms, uh, we don't have a victory path for you to exit from if you just will escort yourself out of the gym. Uh, I, that will be all. And she seems kind of like she's eager to return to her book. Not much of a conversationalist. However, I'm sure if you wanted to bug her, you could, or you could heed her advice and exit the gym. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave her to her book. Okay. What book is it? Can I see? I uh, roll a perception. Oh yeah, nineteen. Really? Yes. Hehe. <laughs> I'm making you think of a funny Pokemon book title. It might not be funny. It might just like suck, but. Me about anything that I've ever said. <laughs> yeah. Um, she is reading a scientific journal. And on the front, Elodie rolled high enough. Um, on the front, there are there's a Pokemon that she recognizes. And then there's an illustration of a Pokemon that she's heard about. Um, and there's text. And it's a scientific journal. Uh, it was Pokemon related. And um, she can't make out like the title. But it kind of, in almost the sense of a YouTube thumbnail, the Pokemon that she sees is a carbink. She's used to seeing these in the Kalos region. And there's like arrows like from a YouTube thumbnail that points to an illustration of a Pokemon that Elodie heard of as a child growing up in Kalos being Diancy. And there's like question marks and like there's like the symbols that are like, is there a connection? That seems to be the 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 headline of this magazine, this book. It's a journal, so it has I, like paper pages, but yeah. I love that. Yeah. And Roxanne all, YouTuber time. Yeah, she's trying to figure out if there's a connection between Car Carbink and Diancy, and uh, they're they're looking at it. They're very curious. Anything else for Elodie? Uh, no, I don't think she'll bother her. I think she'll just head out. Okay. As Elodie exits, she sees Sunny Biscuits, the docent. She's back in their uh, in their docent uniform, and they say, "Elodie, you're back. I uh, I took a look at your gems. Are you trying to sell all of them?" Um, yeah, I think I think so. Okay. I'm going to ask you to make a very, very impactful D20 roll. Oh, goodness. It's historically been wonderful for me. Yeah. Eight. Eight, okay. Um, Sunny Biscuits says, Elodie, I'd be happy to give you, based on the value of these gems, 8,000 Pokey Dollars. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, yeah, uh, that, that sounds great. 
She says, wonderful. And she manages to accrue you a stack of cash for 8,000 uh, Pokemon dollars. Um, and she says, before you leave, I, I really have to know, where did you find these? These are pristine condition. Uh, usually we see these as like estate donations from from uh, wealthy investors when, when they pass away and they don't want to donate to academia. And I'm just so surprised that you, you came in contact with these as just a, a trainer. Yes. That's your response is yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, one more insight from Sunny. Um, yeah, Sunny doesn't think anything of it. Sunny's just like, wow, Elodie's weird. Okay, that's fine. And you get a fat payout. Congratulations. Yay! Anything else for Elodie on this fine day? Uh, yes, there are a couple of things I want to do. I just I wanted to check out the gift shop, first okay. of all. Sure. <laughs> Like the where like the the entrance where you are currently like you want to look around and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, are you looking for anything in particular? I don't know. Are there any like pretty pink stones? Sure. Uh, roll roll perception. Roll wisdom check. A uh, twelve. Twelve. Um. Yeah. There's there's a couple. There's two pinkish stones that seem to grab Elodie's attention. One of them seems to be like a shard of something that might have been greater. It's less pink and more purpley. It's kind of like a jagged piece of rock that it has like a vague familiarity to it. Um, but yeah, it's more of a purple than a pink. And it, it's, it says unknown shard as the description. And there's a date and it says like 20,000 approximate years ago seems to be the estimate for that one. There is a solid pink. Yeah, it's kind of purple too. But we'll let it roll. This is like a gift shop item that is like for sale. And it is a uh, shiny stone. Uh, there's a description that says typically comes in a yellowish color. This is a shiny stone which evolves certain species of Pokemon. Um, so it's a rare pink shiny stone. And those are the two most outstanding pinkish purplish things that Elodie finds here. There's one more. I lied. There's one more. There's one more. Oh. Okay. There is also on display, not necessarily for sale, but there is a mysterious orb and it says unidentified found near Fortree City. And it seems to have like a swirling mist inside of it, of which its colors are largely a bright pink and a deep blue. And it's like there's a storm inside of this orb. It is roughly palm sized. I want the orb. You want the orb. Um, it yes. may not be for sale as there's no price tag on it. I will say, hey, Sandy Biscuits? That's Sunny. That's their Sunny name? Biscuits. Sunny Biscuits. Oh, Sandy yeah. Biscuits. Your name. Uh, Sunny Biscuits. Uh, how much for this uh, orb here? Uh, Sunny says, well, I don't think that one's for sale. What is it? Sunny says, well, it hasn't been identified. I think I, I I have a lot of different theories about it. It's a little too big to be uh, a naturally occurring gemstone, in my professional academic opinion. I don't think it was found underground. I think it was made by someone or something, but uh, I don't really know much more than that. I think it's really pretty, though. And Sunny is, like, looking at it affectionately. It is really pretty. Yeah, hmm. You may make a check of some sort if you wish to 
persuade yeah, or can I... do something. Well, can I Sorry. inspect it a little more closely? Sure, you can roll an investigation. I would like to. I do would that. like to know what you're trying to ascertain about it, though. <sighs> if it reminds me of anything I've seen before, like that, I would know of that made it. Okay, interesting. Sure. You can roll investigation on that. Um, yeah, that was a natural 20. That was a natural 20? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Okay, that was the only way you were going to get pinpoint exact information on this, but you win. So, um, yeah, Elodie ah. uh, looks at it and thinks about it, and she remembers a time when she saw one of the most powerful trainers that she's ever seen in a very stressful climactic event that she will never erase from her mind. It was the siege on Mauville City. And there was a moment at the climax of the battle, right before the Quacko Paco made their escape, that a powerful-looking trainer came soaring in on a Pokemon that looked vaguely like a jet plane. And for some reason, this particular orb reminds her of that strange Pokemon. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Elodie's already cheated a gym battle. Is she above thievery? No, 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 no. I'm not going to... Steal it. Okay. I don't even know what I would do with this. Yeah. Oh well, I guess I could. I'm not. I, I'm not thinking of stealing it. I'm thinking of trying to bargain for it. Okay. I do want it. Uh, can I ask what the uh, the other uh, two stones here do? Well, the the description of the shiny stone does that at least tell me what it does. Yeah, it's a it's a stone that evolves certain Pokemon. It just right. happens to be pink. Okay. Well, then I'll ask what uh, if there's anything special about the other pink stone that I was looking at. Yeah, the purplish shard. Yes. Yeah. Um, Sunny looks over at it and Sunny says, gosh, I don't know. Uh, they don't tell me much about this and I don't think anyone really knows about it, but I do know that this is our most secure item. For some reason, no one wants to let anyone else take a look at this. I'm not even allowed to take it out to clean it. They have a special team that does that. So I, 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 I try not to think about it too much. Oh, is it is it not for sale? Uh, Sunny says, no, no, that one's not. That's for display. Oh. Well, I I think, I mean, I came in here today and I got you some really nice gems. Uh, they will make a wonderful addition to your collection. Um, I think I, I, I have more to offer you, which is knowledge. <laughs> and I think I can offer these things in exchange for you allowing me to purchase this lovely swirling orb. <laughs> Yeah, roll roll persuasion. Okay. That's a dirty 20. My god. Elodie, what are you what's wrong with you? Um Sunny says, "Well, I really don't want to get in trouble, but I do like knowledge. Knowledge is great and learning. Wow, I love learning." Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what I would price that. What what do you think would be fair? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to cheat this lovely museum person whose term I forgot. Docent. Out of a lot of... Docent. Don't want to cheat this lovely docent out of a lot of money, but I I do have a lot of money, but I'm not really using it for anything. Uh, Sunny also says... I'd, and also, if if I were to take it out of the case, there's a mechanism that activates if you don't replace what was on the stand with something of comparable size and weight. So I, I don't even know how I get it out without getting caught. 
Well, we could replace it with a Pokeball. Uh, Sunny's eyes go wide and they say, oh, that's not a bad idea, but we don't know how much this thing weighs. True. We don't have that information. Is the same true of the uh, purplish pinkish shard? Uh, Sunny says, I would assume, but I wouldn't know because I've never seen anyone open the case. Mm. Anytime anyone accesses it, they clear everyone out of the room and lock all the doors. That's like super weird and sketch. I totally want this thing now because of that, but I know I can't have it. It seems like Sonny is willing, but just doesn't really want to get caught or get in trouble. Um, Sonny is open to the Pokeball idea, but isn't certain if it's going to work. You could do do whatever you want. Well, we could take the orb out of its case. Feel how heavy it is. See if it's comparable to a Pokeball. And if it is, swap it for the Pokeball. And if it isn't, put it back. Sunny says, because you've been so persuasive. Yeah, that seemed like an okay idea. Okay. Well, the matter first, of course, is of price. I'm trying to think of what might be reasonable here. A rare, unknown, mystical orb. <laughs> I don't know. 500 Poke dollars. Roll persuasion. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Is another 20? <laughs> no, it wasn't a net 20, but it was quite high. Uh, okay. 26. Yeah. Yeah. Sonny says, mm, okay, but to be clear, I would pocket that. Uh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm getting so nervous about this now because I'm going to be walking around with what is basically a stolen good. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I just, I, I have realized how first I cheat on my gym challenge, then I steal a valuable orb. You reap what you sow, Elodie. Like, you know what? I'm I'm I. I know I went this far on this, but I just I I'm getting a bad feeling about it. I think I think it's best. Uh, I think it's best not to try anything. Damn. Yeah, just like that. Sunny says, "Oh, already? Okay. Well, if you change your mind, you know where to find me." Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I have some friends that uh, I might talk this over with, see maybe if they think it's a good idea. They're known to be enablers, so. Uh, but also, you know, sometimes more cautious. Sunny says, sounds like you have a balanced friend group. Might be true. Some people might say that, maybe. Well, since there's no other pretty pink sparkly rocks in here that I know of, I think that will be all for me in the shop today. Understood. Elodie. Marches out of the gift shop. That is the entrance to the Respire City Gym. Is there any other course of action before she reunites with the Quacko Paco? There is one quite probably fast thing I would like to do. And what is that? And that is to take out a... Uh, what did the Fortree Ball look like it again? Uh, it like... It kind of looked like the skyline of Fortree City. Like there was, it was a pale blue with like clouds looking shapes. And then uh, towards the center, towards like the black rim, there was like a design that looked similar to trees. Like it was brown and then like triangles of green. I'll just use a regular Pokeball. Okay. And I will take Aubergine (gasps) out of her basket. Aubergine! And I will offer the Pokeball towards her. And ask her if she would like to become an official member of the Whisk Takers. Uh, my goodness. Who can resist? I'm still going to make you roll. 
uh, a d20, <laughs> but right. it's it's very likely that this will pass. <clears throat> it was a natural one. Yeah, it was great. That was like the only thing. Yeah, Purloin uh, evaluates the ball and looks at it, and uh, kind of looks it back at its reflection in the ball. And Aubergine turns its cheek. Doesn't like the ball. It's not good enough. Okay. Would a different ball be better? Uh, Aubergine kind of side eyes curiously, like maybe, perhaps. All right. I'm going to take out my four tree ball and my moon ball. Uh-huh. And I'll get out also an ultra ball, a desk ball, and a great ball. And I will ask her if she would like to choose from any of these balls. Great. Yeah. I'm kind of RPing Aubergine here at this point. So let me see what they choose. Yeah. Um, Aubergine goes to strike her paw on the dusk ball. Do you allow it? Yes, sure. There you go. Yeah. Um, without question, Aubergine becomes contained in the Pokeball. There's no wiggling of resistance. Um, Aubergine has been officially caught. Congratulations. Yay! You were rummaging through your bag to get all those balls, correct? Yes. Uh, give me perception. Oh, no. Oh, no. What has been stolen from me? Ha-ha. 22. 22. That's pretty good. While Elodie was going through her bag and she's replacing Aubergine and all that jazz, she notices sitting at the bottom of her bag something that looks a little unusual. And she reaches in and she pulls out a little trinket that she forgot about. And that is a gift from her old friend, Sam, being the Robo Cabbage. Um, Robo Cabbage. And... At the specific angle, uh, Elodie peers at Robo Cabbage and sees that if she looks in its eyes in the right angle, there's like a blinking red dot in the middle of the little Robo Cabbage. What is that about? Who knows? And that's where we will end our play session. Hello, and thank you for listening to the latest episode of Dunsparce and Drampa. I've been plugging the same things at the end of every episode, but it's so worth it because we keep having new people come by to the Discord, and it's not too late to join. If you're listening right now, go to discord.gg slash calyrex, D-I-S-C-O-R-D dot G-G slash C-A-L-Y-R-E-X. Not only podcast discussion, but lots of other gaming and Pokemon things as well. Special thanks to our latest patron, Ethan. If you would like to become a patron and get access to bonus content, art, discussions, behind-the-scenes gameplay kind of stuff, uh, please feel free to join the Patreon. It really helps us make this possible. So be sure to thank a patron the next time that you're listening to this podcast, because without them, it wouldn't be happening. Thank you so much for enjoying and listening and spending time with us, and we will see you next week. 